Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, this is Dusty. And this is Frank. And this is Billy. And we're ZZ Top. And you're listening to 1015 KGB San Diego's World Class Rock. Have mercy. Dudzark. Yes, David. Hit me. That's Dusty Hill from ZZ Top. Uh, he passed away on the 27th of uh, this month. And he is absolutely going in the list. Glad to hear it. With Jackie Mason. What's our window? Well, we have uh, 10 days up through the uh, 24th. That puts us at the 2nd of August. As an opportunity for the window to close. All right. Dusty Hill died, Emily. Yeah, I heard that. I'm bummed out. 72 is pretty young. I'm learning all these things about Dusty Hill now. Want to share? Frank Beard, the only one in ZZ Top that doesn't have a beard, <laughs> right? is Dusty's brother. I didn't know that. Where did I? Frank Beard, the drummer, and Dusty Hill, the bass player. Brothers, I didn't know that. Plus, I'm wrong on that, which is always possible. I think a long time ago, we quit caring about whether or not what we say is true or not, just as long as it's interesting. There we go. Now, tell me a good story. I read that uh, after their exhausting first major tour... ZZ Top said, okay, that's enough. We need to go take a break for a while. But enough of being on the road. And this is a long time ago because I believe we learned quite some time ago that the band that has been together the longest with the original members and no changes in personnel is ZZ Top. That's right. I do remember you telling us that. Yeah. So that rain has come to an end. Yeah. No band stayed together with the original members longer than ZZ Top. Hmm. And uh, these guys, after their first world tour, were so exhausted, they said, okay, we're going to see you later. We'll catch up after everyone rests. And it was two years before they got back together. And that's when Dusty and... Who's the other guy? Gibbons? Billy got together, and they both realized they had grown long beards in their their vacations. And Dusty grew a long beard because he didn't want anyone to know him. And the legend is he took a job at Dallas Airport. Really? Yeah, he didn't want anyone to know. He had three gold records. He didn't want anyone to know who he was. He just wanted to be a regular Joe, which, by the way, was his name. Joe? It was Joe. Huh? Yeah. And he regularly had people coming up to him and say, Aren't you that guy from ZZ Top? Oh, wow. And he would say to them, 
If I was ZZ Top, would I be here? (laughs) So now you know, back in the day, if you ever thought you met a guy at Dallas-Fort Worth Airport who denied being ZZ Top, that was ZZ Top. Oh, man. Rock and Roll Hall of Famer. Hey, Death Sark. Yeah. What'd you say? There's room for one more? There is, David. Oh, my goodness. I don't think this one's going to have much appeal to you, Emily. Okay. Ron Popeil. Oh. Go ahead. How can you not? How can you not? I, she didn't say if she does or not. Emily, do you? Ron would be one I would have had to put through my machine to know. Ron. The pain. Oh, the pain. The pain. You remind me of Dr. Zachary Smith from Lost in Space. The pain. The pain. The pain. Carrying on like a dramatic first role thespian. You don't know who Ron Popeil is. Not by Of course not. No, no. Sarah, do you know who Ron Popeil is? No, I don't. Of course not. Okay, that's fine. Oh. Well, he's in. He's the inventor of the Chopomatic, the Papil Pocket Fisherman, the Showtime Oven, the Ronco Hair Paint. He was the salesman and pitchman. You could scramble an egg inside its shell. Mr. Microphone was his. Hey, sweetheart, we'll come on back and pick you up at five. Good looking. Hey, good looking. Thank you. Yes. Oh, my God. He was a TV pitchman who uh, invented and sold all of this wonderful crap. How do? You, how could you not know that? It all happened basically before you were born. I know. Emily. <laughs> how dare I? The Showtime Oven came out in 2004. <laughs> I think uh, 2009 had the, uh, or 2005 maybe had the hair paint. Because ah. I was in the market for hair paint in 2005. <laughs> wow. Emily, whatever the reason is, it is your fault. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you're in disgrace. You're in disgrace mm -hmm. this morning for not knowing these things. Sorry to bring shame to the show. God. Uh, The Showtime rotisserie changed the way that uh, America cooked its meat. I don't think it did, actually. Set it and forget it. Yeah, I don't think it did. He sold a ton. Did you have one? I didn't. Did you have one, Emily? No. Did you have one, Chainsaw? No. Did you have one, Sarah? No, I didn't. I didn't have one. I never knew anyone who had one at all. Ever. Ever. So. (laughs) Well, it. I, I think that I think that claim is a little, a little steep. Change the way America, whatever. Yeah, you had us at Vegematic and uh, Mr. Microphone, and then you. Mm. How did it change the way America cooked? cooked? Because you could just set it and forget it. Well, you mean it had a timer? Yeah. Wow. Come back. <laughs> did he invent the clock or something? But it was a it was a rotisserie, so you could put a whole. Rotisseries on were invented before that. You could put a whole chicken on this thing. That was all invented before this. You could use the Papil solid flavor injector. That that's a different. That's to, a different invention. Right, but it allowed you to inject flavors into the chicken and then cook it in the Showtime rotisserie. Another thing that was invented before Ron Popeil claimed he invented it. Yeah. Well, the syringe. The syringe was invented before Ron ah, Popeil claimed he did. Ooh. You got swept away by this stuff. You'd be. I'll bet you're a lot of fun at a circus. <laughs> oh, all the uh, buying all the stuff. Yeah. Oh, I no. love this kind of stuff. But you're, you never... you're a sucker, is what you are. Well, yeah. Well, 
the circus is where the guy said a sucker is born every minute and you are like eating all this stuff up. This guy invented the chicken, David. No one ever heard of it before. <laughs> guy at the circus. Come see the egress. Come see the egress. Five cents to see the egress. And then you go there and you're like, how did I get outside? What happened? What happened here? Anyway. <clears throat> God. Oh. <laughs> God. I, uh... The Showtime rotisserie. Is he was... in? Oh my God. Is he no. in? Is he in? So, yes. He's in. Okay, oh. very good. I'm going to save you from yourself. <laughs> so, uh, Emily, this guy, like way back in the day, like mm. in the 60s, maybe even before that, was it was going on TV. He, You've been to the fair, the San Diego County Fair, where the guy stands up there with a Britney Spears headset microphone and sells you the ShamWow yeah. or the squeegee or some special spice or fudge or mm-hmm. something like that. And it's interesting. You watch it. They get your attention. They're good pitchmen. Yes. They're entertaining. And that's what this guy did on TV with his gadgets and gizmos and stuff like that. Nothing he sold is the kind of thing that you would be proud for other people to see in your home. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Yeah, that's no. Fair. You think that's unfair to say, Chris Bohr? It's proud a... to show off. You're 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 probably right. Right. It's garbage. <laughs> now I'm not saying you wouldn't want it cuz the guy I think he died with 200 million dollars. Wow. Yeah. He sold millions and millions and millions of these gadgets and he had lots of these gadgets, different things. And he pro- he really truly was I I don't know if he invented it, the idea of going on TV and selling junk that you have to buy. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you were drunk and you were watching Ron Paul Peel, you're getting a package in the mail in a week. <laughs> <laughs> There's no question you were going to. I had to have a chopping thing for bell peppers. Do you like bell peppers? No. <laughs> but I like chops. <laughs> Got it. So you would you would you would be convinced to buy this guy's junk okay. on TV, and it uh-huh. was junk. It really was. It was spray paint for bald men. <laughs> I'm not kidding. It was junk. And it it was always junk. It was there was never anything good. Did you think the Mr. Microphone was a high quality piece of equipment? No. Did you think the Chopomatic was a high quality kitchen utensil? Uh, No. So what do you think this rotisserie chicken cooking thing was? Do you think all of a sudden he had one super duper machine? It was junk. Probably. So probably. This guy pitched junk. Yeah. And he was very successful at it. Very successful. And he just had a way of showing this stuff on TV. And you're like, wow, I got to have that. That's going to improve my life in so many different ways. He had that charisma that just that it came through and convinced you. You ever buy anything like this on TV? Did you ever buy the potato chip bag sealer? Oh, that sounds awesome. Uh huh. <laughs> uh huh. Spoken like the voice of someone who did. Did you have that? Have you ever bought um, the special can opener? I mean, any of these things that turn out to be junk. And no. they work so nicely on TV. Of course they do. And they sh- it seems like, wow, that's going to improve my life. This is what Ron Popeil did. The Vegomatic was just a vegetable chopping thing. This was all the way back to the 50s when he started introducing this thing. Wow. There was the pocket fisherman. 
Yeah, I heard Boyer mention that. I had no idea what that is. It's a it's a rod and a reel, a fishing reel, a rod and a reel. And they called it pocket, which is great if you wanted to have like a foot and a half long fishing reel sticking out of your pocket. Okay. But it wasn't, you know, six feet long. Right. And that was the idea is like you could have a rod and a reel easily transportable. Mm. That's great. That's right. appealing. But the thing about all these, the Mr. Microphone, did you ever see that? No, I've heard it be referenced, but no. So it was just a, a crappy microphone. And you would turn this on and you would tune the radio, possibly in your car, to a frequency that hardly anybody uses, like PBS. Uh-huh. And that microphone would be broadcasting on that channel. So it was super cool. And you got to remember, this is back before you could do this kind of stuff. Uh-huh. No other way to do this kind of stuff. There weren't karaoke machines like they have today. Mm-hmm. These, were, these were new inventions. They weren't good and they weren't quality, but they did sort of work. Got and it. so they were exciting. So you'd have a Mr. Microphone. He had a smokeless ashtray. He had, uh, Boyer mentioned, the inside the a shell egg scrambler. It was not one of his best sellers, but 150,000 people spent 20 bucks on a pin that goes inside an egg, scrambles it up, basically gives the egg a lobotomy. (laughs) And then it scrambled inside the egg. And I'm not sure exactly why anybody wanted that. He said he hated uh, having, you know, runny, uh, partially scrambled eggs. I think he hated not having money. Yeah. And he wanted yours. And so he pitched this to you very very you really believe all this crap that look at you Uh you poor bastard you're (laughs) such a sucker he had a pasta maker he had lots of different solutions for bald men including spray paint there was an electronic food dehydrator and uh he actually took a syringe and made it giant and you could put melted butter inside it and inject it into your food and Boyer was transfixed uh, by this. Uh. Boyer, who's never cooked anything more than a Pop-Tart in mm-hmm. his life, is transfixed by a solid flavor injector, which requires you to have raw meat and an oven and a food thermometer and a couple hours to make dinner. Look at you. Well, I can admire the process, even though I'm uh, completely incapable of doing it. And that is who he sold to. Yeah. Yep. 100%. Mm-hmm. So Ron Popeil. Hmm. So we have a threesome. We do, sir. Go ahead and recap it for me. Well, we've got uh, uh, Dusty Hill from ZZ Top. We've got Ron Popeil. And then Jackie Mason, the 93-year-old comedian, former rabbi. And that closes it all up, right? It does. All right. We're done with this one. Uh, I approve of all your choices. Is there anybody you, not happy with the celebrity death star's choices? Mm-hmm. I think he's done a good job. Yeah, I agree. Thank you. Well done, Death Czar. Mm-hmm. What do you think, Emily? You did not know Ron Popeil. Would he have made it in the, through your special Death Czar machine? I your mystery don't Death Czar machine? Maybe. Maybe. Recalibrate that machine. <laughs> I find it fascinating that this guy who made millions selling junk is especially near and dear to Chris Boyer. Uh-huh. You know, he's a, he, the guy was a garbage man. Yes. And look at how Boyer is. Boyer's wearing a black armband today. He's wearing a black shirt. He's in mourning. He yeah. is. Yeah. He's wearing his black 
uh, garbage man shirt today. Is it a garbage man shirt? Yes, sir. He's in mourning today. Uh-huh. Yet Boyer never bought the stuff because it was new. <laughs> <laughs> he waited till it was free on Craigslist. Uh-huh. Well, it's someone still, else's. It still had three or four uses before it became complete garbage. Can't touch it. It still functions. All right. Funny thing is now, I see uh, who were the neighborhood housewife, Eva Longoria. Uh-huh. Is that who it was? Yeah. She, I've seen her selling spray paint for balding women really? on TV. Yeah, L'Oreal or someone, some high name, which makes it classy now, uh-huh. sells spray paint for women. Oh, wow. Yeah, who are either going gray or balding. I had no idea. Yeah. They charge 50 bucks more than Ron Popeil did. Right. <laughs> but yeah. Huh. As cheap and crummy as I make that sound, spray paint for your hair, Eva Longoria sells it, so it must be classy. Yes, it is. Now I want some. All right, Chainsaw, what are we talking about next year? Was there a sweep in the glove? Mm. Twisties and yips and swimming golds for the USA. Okay. I just got a text from Billy Gibbons. Yeah? He says, Dear KGB. Uh-huh. I see the obituary you have for Dusty Hill up on your website. Would you mind taking my picture down? I'm not dead. I'm not dead yet. Oh, whatever. It's one of the two guys with a beard. All right, we had a 50-50 shot. (laughs) They said someone from ZZ Top died, but they got Abe Lincoln's picture up there. (laughs) Whatever. Just give us a guy with a beard. World-class rock. Whatever. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> this hour of the DSC and Chainsaw Sports brought to you by Semper Solaris. Semper Solaris says, hey, go solar. We're going to help you with all things solar, including the roofing, battery storage, heating and air conditioning. We are known for our American style, so visit SemperSolaris.com right now. Here he is. He's not dead. He's not in CC Top. That's right. He's the dean of American sportscasters, the Chainsaw Now with the KGB. Good morning. Welcome, morning, and thank you, David. And hello again, everybody, in the sports world. Yesterday in the gas lamp East Village, known worldwide now as the Glev. It's a thing. The Padres were hoping to sweep the two-game series with the Oakland A's. Whoops. Here's the 0-1 pitch to Chapman on the way. He swings and drills one to left. No doubt. A rocket to left by Chapman. And that's a three-run shot to left field. And the A's have unloaded on Blake Snell. And it's 4-0 A's in the first. Yeah, it was 10-4 your final. Padres lose. Now five and a half games behind division-leading San Francisco. But five games up on Cincinnati. For the second of two wildcard playoff spots, the Padres now host the 44-58 and 58 Colorado Rockies today through Sunday, who aren't even in last place. That spot belongs to the Arizona Diamondbacks, who are on pace to lose 112 games this year. It just doesn't get any lamer than that. Oh, that was negative. Twisties and yips. Hmm. In baseball and golf, the yips are a sudden and unexpected loss of skills, like the second baseman airmailing a routine throw to first, or a pro golfer putting a ball five feet short or wide of the hole. Named after the twists in midair, the twisties are a frightening phenomenon for gymnasts 
The term means a competitor's rhythm is off and an athlete's mind won't allow them to compete a trick or complete a trick. Gymnast Lori Hernandez told Olympics.com, your brain is, it will like stutter step for half a second and that's enough to throw the whole skill off. In practice, gymnasts can overcome the twisties by practicing into a foam pit until they feel more comfortable. That makes sense, right? Uh -huh. There's no foam pit set up in Tokyo. Launching off a vault or a bar or a beam into a flip in the air multiple times is a challenge even for the best athletes in the sport. If a gymnast has the twisties, it could put them in tremendous, potentially catastrophic danger. A little more background on what contributed to Simone Biles' decision to opt out as she acknowledged a case of the twisties this week. Thank you for that. In the pool yesterday, Caleb Dressel won the 100 freestyle. He's an American. And entering the final lap of the 800-meter freestyle, American Bobby Fink was in fifth place. Fifth place down the stretch. Belbrock leading him, but here comes Romancha from Ukraine making a move. Bobby Fink's up there in lane three, making his own move. And the American is passing by everybody. Unbelievable. Fink is going to win gold for the United States in the first ever 800 free in the Olympics. Yeah, he was nowhere for 760 meters in the last 40. He made mm. the kick. Team USA has the most overall medals with 37 so far, including 13 gold, which trails Japan's 15 and China's 14. Emily Maguire Suave's husband's country, Brazil, has one medal, a bronze captured in the Traeger Barbecue Short Ribs Division. <laughs> yeah. Really? Yeah. Meanwhile, in the National Valley, you know what it's about? It's about kids. I want kids. That's what I want. I really do. My buddies are all married and they have kids, you know. My friend, I haven't seen this guy in two years. He wanted to show me pictures of his kids the other day. I'm a single guy, no kids. How do you relate to that? He's all excited, you know. Look, look, look. Here, here's my uh, two-year-old boy and my three-year-old girl. And I went, oh, wow. Yeah, she's hot. <laughs> Which is wrong. <laughs> I, uh, my other friend puts, puts his little girl on the phone with me every time I call up. That's cute, you know, once or twice, not ten times, you know. <laughs> hey, Jack, how you doing, buddy? Hey, nothing, Gary, I'm just uh, hanging around. Wait, Lisa, say hello to Gary. I'm like, no, no, Jack, I can't. I gotta, I gotta get going. I, I, I don't... Hi. Hi. <laughs> Hi, Lise, how are you? Hi. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Listen, I hear Dad brought you home some ice cream today, huh? Put your father back on the phone! <laughs> this is going nowhere! <laughs> the kids are cute. I had a pool party last summer. All the kids came over, you know what, their parents, they're running around. This kid, the kids, not the parents. <laughs> they're running around, you know, like little kid. And this two-year-old guy wanted to run around naked. Didn't even care. Out there in his own little world, just... Little pinky toe dangling there. <laughs> I had a couple of drinks with me. I gave it a thwack. You know when you... Oh. Little summer fun, right? He gets... He, oh, he get this. He runs away crying like a little one-year-old, you know? <laughs> I'm like, lighten up, Timothy. It's a barbecue. <laughs> Maybe.
Basketball Association. Comprised of NBA stars, Team USA plays the Czech Republic Saturday, while yesterday the USA women won gold in three-on-three basketball, a new event this year, a team featuring former La Jolla Country Day star Kelsey Plum. Nice work. Congratulations, Kelsey. And other sports, David. Yesterday we told you Heidel and Diaz had won the first ever gold medal for the Philippines in almost 100 years of Olympic competition. That mm-hmm. nation finally has a gold medal. Yeah. Courtesy of this great weightlifter and Filipino companies and the government are ready to welcome Heidel and home now. They have so far set her up for life with cash payments and gifts to cover her insurance, living, groceries, taxes, and are giving her a home the upscale district of Manila. Wow. (laughs) National hero. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of pride right there. Yeah. She's set for life. (laughs) And this is your 101.5 KGBFM Sports Network. Oh! If you've been saying to yourself, I'm going to a Padre game this year, missed out last year, I'm going this year, your chances are very good of winning tickets because I've got five pair. Five? Is it five I'm giving away? Yes, sir. Five pair I'm giving away next. Sarah, who is that on line five? Uh, That's actually Simone Biles from Tokyo right now. She wants to explain what it's all about. Have her wait. Who is on line six? Uh, That would be Jeff Bezos. He wants to offer you a seat on the next Blue Origin flight. (sighs) Ancient history. Who's on seven? Uh, Just Chris Connolly, Senior Vice President of Marketing for the Padres. Chris, Bobby, what's happening in Friartown? How can I be of service to you today, sir? Hey, good morning, Dave. How are you? Better now that we've got the Vice President of Marketing on the phone. Are you kidding me? <laughs> What's going on? Hey, uh, we've been having some fun at Petco this season. The KGB listeners have been turning out in force. Uh, it's just been electric at the park this season. So much fun. Well, someone there. Now, I'll go ahead and give it credit to you, Chris Connolly. Someone there had the idea of what if we put out a really exciting team this year that wins a lot of games and hits a lot of home runs and shoots the ball a lot and gets a lot of baskets and gets the puck in the net. <laughs> and, uh, of course, yeah, people are turning out. Of course they are. What, what a novel idea. You know, it's really cool, Dave, is, you know, it's interesting after the game, you know, the players, the coaches, and the post-game press conferences they're talking about the energy the fans are bringing, and then the players in turn are feeding off of that energy. I've never really seen anything like this in a regular season uh, sporting event. You know, usually you see that energy during the playoffs, but it's really fun. It is. It's an awful lot of fun, whether you're going to the game or you're watching it on TV. The Padres for 2021 are an exciting team. Uh, They are going to definitely go into the postseason this year, and then who knows what. But uh, let's not get too far ahead of ourselves. We have an exciting weekend. And Chris Connolly is the man at the Padres who is in charge of making sure that your weekends at Petco Park are even more exciting. Almost almost more excitement than you can handle. I mean, the game is plenty. The game is plenty. Yeah. But let's talk about what's going to happen. Uh, we're playing the Rockies this weekend. Is that right? Yeah, it's going to be rocking this weekend against the Rockies. Uh, tonight's actually... Hang on, hang on. Is that what you came up with? Uh-huh. Is it rocking against the Rockies? Is that's not the A plus idea, is it? (laughs) No, we can do better than that. We've Mm. got uh, we've got plenty of seats tonight for your listeners. Tonight's a good night to come out. We've got some good seats. Tomorrow night's going to be really crowded. It's beer fest, uh, nice summer Friday night, 
Uh, we're expecting 40,000 people tomorrow night. So come down early. Try to get your tickets today for tomorrow night. Uh, Saturday night to sell out. Sunday night, Dave, we've got the, or Sunday uh, afternoon, we've got the Fernando Tatis batting sleeve. Uh, for all the kids 14 and under, bring your son, bring your niece. It's that same yellow gold sleeve he wears during the games. Everyone's going to get one uh, on Sunday afternoon as part of our Kid Fest activity. So that's going to be a must-have uh, for all the kids out there. So looking forward to that on Sunday afternoon. And when your daughter or your son is wearing the Fernando Tatis batting sleeve, they will hit 31, 32, 33 home runs, and, <laughs> and they will automatically know how to flip the bat. It comes Absolutely. with that built-in technology. Absolutely. Guaranteed 31 homer season. <laughs> You've had quite a career, uh, Chris Connolly. I was reading about you a little bit when we knew that the vice president of marketing for the Padres was coming on. This is the guy, by the way, who before he came to work here in San Diego for the Padres was working at a little company up north called Disneyland Oh, and said, huh. what if we built Star Wars land here? <laughs> and That's the right. Disney people are like, what are you talking about? That doesn't sound like a lucrative idea to us. And <laughs> Chris Connolly said, trust me, we build an entire world out of Star Wars. And uh, my friend was just up there this weekend, and he had his son, he had his three-year-old son posed in front of the Millennium Falcon, and that just looks insane. You must be so proud of that. Oh, it was really fun. It was really fun. Hey, you know, it's like, Open up a Star Wars land. People will come. To your point, Dave, put a hot, young, exciting team on the field, and people will come out to Petco Park. That's and then before that, before that at Disneyland, he's like, what if we did a story about these two chicks, and one of them <laughs> turns into a frozen princess, mm. and we sell dolls with Elsa and stuff like that? I mean, you uh, you have got some, some marketing gold medals on your resume. Yeah. There's no we, question we, about that. We used military transport planes uh, in 2014 to bring that blue Elsa dress in from China into the United States. We needed so many blue Elsa dresses so quickly we had to use military transport planes. It's no doubt that the Padres took a look at this guy at Disneyland and said, we want him. Mm -hmm. We want this guy (laughs) creating excitement for the Padres. And no sooner do they have him installed at Petco Park, but you've got a contending team. For the first time yeah. since uh, the late 90s over there. So that's very exciting. Um, it, it, it's neat. And, uh, you know, we really appreciate the listener support. But as you said earlier, people haven't had a chance to come out yet this season. This is a great weekend. Next weekend, we've got the Diamondbacks in town. So, again, just like this weekend, next weekend, we've got Beer Fest on Friday. Saturday night, August 7th, we've got a Padres baseball cap giveaway. And then, of course, on Sundays, as always, we'll have military Appreciation Sunday next August 8th. There's just a lot of fun going on at the park this summer. And we fancy ourselves beer connoisseurs here in San Diego. So Friday night when we're playing the Rockies Beer Fest, which is brought to you by Southwest uh, Southwest Airlines, you can have $5 beers from brewers like Ballast Point, Carl Strauss, Alesmith, and so much more. Pre-game starts at 5 o'clock. As always, the, tiki, the tickets are at Padres.com, but we're going to give away five pair of tickets now. Uh, do we know what game this is for, Sarah? Yeah, this is for Sunday's game. Sunday's afternoon game. That's the one with the Fernando Tatis arm sleeve for all kids who are 14 and younger. And if uh, you call us while supplies last, and they're going to last for five calls. 
You just call 888-570-1015. Chris was good enough to bring along five pairs of tickets for us. Uh, we're very excited about that. And uh, we'll give you some tickets so you can get out and enjoy the game. It's very cool. It's awesome. Awesome. Everything else going well there? Everything else is good. Uh, I'd just say the last thing, Dave, your listeners may be uh, interested in is uh, it seems like it's been about 10 years since uh, I went to a concert, but we're going to have our only outdoor stadium show this year at Petco next month. We've got uh, Fallout Boy, Green Day, and Weezer coming out August 29th. I'm excited just to go to an outdoor concert. Again, it feels like it's been so long, but uh, we'd love to have the listeners come out and join us on August 29th. I think that just kicked off like in Dallas or something. It's Mm -hmm. called like the Mega Hella Lookout Nuclear Crazy Tour or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That's that's going to be be huge. Yeah, that's going to be absolutely huge. And you know, for the first time ever, and I don't know how much you're dealing with this, because for decades, any baseball fan at any team, any city in America would be saying, you know, all we need is a great hitter. All we need is a great pitcher or two. And are we not possibly in the position right now where we are so loaded, so heavy with this acquisition of uh, who is it, Adam Frazier coming to us? Yeah, it's like yeah, gosh, I mean, we've got we've got like maybe I don't know, I don't want to say we've got too much, but it's it's quite a packed team right now, isn't it? Yeah, it's great, uh, great addition to our offense. Getting Adam Frazier earlier this week, and you know our. General Manager of Baseball Operations, A.J. Preller. He's always got some tricks up his sleeve, and the trading deadline uh, is uh, expires tomorrow. So who knows? Maybe we'll hear some more news today or tomorrow. Stay what kind of hint that was one. that? Was that a hint of yeah. some kind right now? Uh, I, I, is that what I, I, heard? I, I Did you just uh, say that Max Scherzer has just been acquired by the whoa, Padres? Whoa. Is that what you said? <laughs> Did Chris Connolly just confirmed that Max Scherzer has been acquired <laughs> by the Padres? I heard. Well, it's breaking Real news, boy. and we've just confirmed it How right here. That? That's excellent. Uh, how fun would that be? <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll see. Stay tuned for more. That's for sure. All right, Chris. Well, listen, thank you so much for coming on and telling us about it. I always love the giveaway weekends at Petco. It's always fun. It's going to be beautiful weather. Chainsaw was just reminiscing here earlier today when his kids were little, uh, how he would just take his family out to the ballpark and just hang out, just enjoy the time. It's a nice family day. It's the best ballpark in America. Yes, it is. And uh, this weekend, all these great giveaways are happening. Yeah. So don't so miss fun. out on So this. fun. Yeah. So fun. Don't miss out thanks on Thanks for having me, guys. Stuff. Chris, thank you for being on the show. And uh, thanks to everybody at Padres.com for the great tickets and uh, for the great entertainment you've been putting together for us so far in 2021. We'll see everyone at the park. All right. Thank you, Chris. Bye-bye. There he goes. That's very generous. Indeed. Appreciate him coming on and breaking the news <laughs> for us. Yeah. Max Scherzer. Who knew we were going to get him? Well, that's awesome. <laughs> Isn't that what he said? I, I thought that's, that's what, what I said. heard. I don't know. Um, is there a confusion here? Is, is, is there a bobblehead night? There's a bob. Oh, that's on Saturday, right? Wow, bobbleheads and arm sleeves and beer night. Every something is happening every night this weekend, Petco Park. Super cool. All right, Emily, what is happening in the rest of the world? In your half-baked crackpot news headlines, what's going on? On our website, 101kgb.com/dsc, you can see a group of 
Good Samaritans trying to smash windows to help a truck driver who was unconscious slouched over his steering wheel in the middle of busy highway traffic. And so they're grabbing everything they can to try to smash in the windows. Is he just taking a nap? What's going on? Uh, He was having a medical crisis. Oh, yeah. my goodness. Pretty dramatic. It's not Bob Odenkirk, is it? No, we do have an update on him, though. Okay. Yeah, he's in stable condition. Is he? Yeah. All right. Um... Governments and companies are saying, ready, set, vaccinate. Tell you what that means, along with the politicians and police that are just spending their money on strippers, making it rain. But they have really good lamb chops, man. I don't even know what any of that means, but I guess we're going to find uh-huh. out. And smelly Mila feels bad for not letting Ashton go to space. Emily. And what do we call her? Floppy flap. (laughs) There's some good stuff on our website, on the DSC Facebook page. There are some new visuals celebrating the floppy flapper. Oh. Have you seen them yet? No, I didn't know about that. Bobby has been at work. Yay. I was speaking to my daughter and, uh, confirmed to her that there are other women indeed who think that bowling being in a bowling club is for dorks <laughs> she and her boyfriend heard the segment they enjoyed it very much he's preparing his rebuttal uh-huh. <laughs> nice. Yay. saw a lot of angry tweets from people who are in bowling clubs <laughs> did not appreciate the commentary mm, so scared Ooh. <laughs> I think you said at some point I think you said you you hinted around yesterday, Sarah, that if you found out if you were in love with your your man Chip and you found out after you'd fallen for him that he was in a bowling club, you found out after. Look at the long, slow blink I just got from her. <laughs> I can't believe you saw that. <laughs> mm. That'd be a problem. That's not something you would want to find out after the fact. No, I would not enjoy that. Did you know that he was the Grand High Exalted Mystic Poobah of the zombie hunting tribe? Again, something he saved for after we got married. You found this out afterwards. Mm -hmm. Anything else? Anything else you found out about him afterwards? Just this new love of boogie boarding, which he's like, it's bodyboarding. He corrected me. He's like, I heard that. It's bodyboarding. As if that matters. <laughs> well, you know how fussy people can get about their hop. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. certain words they like, certain words they don't like. But I was reading on BuzzFeed all these couples who revealed the things that they found out about their husbands and their wives after they got married. God. And, you know, it's, I guess it's probably about 50% here in America that are willing to go through the necessary steps to divorce someone and erase them from your lives. <laughs> The other 50% like Sarah, just like, screw it, I'll just slog through my life with a boogie boarding zombie hunter. (laughs) But these are great. I learned that my husband holds his balls tightly when he sleeps all night. As soon as he gets in bed and rolls over, he grabs onto those balls like they're going to run away or something. (laughs) Cracks me up. Brianna found out my husband sleepwalks. He doesn't do anything dangerous other than often he pees in the dog's water bowl. Oh! Chris? What a dick. 
You don't care for that? I don't. Amber says, I found out that my husband snores when he's awake and relaxed. He could be watching TV in bed. (laughs) He starts snoring with his eyes open, engaging in conversation. He's laughing, and then he starts snoring again. (laughs) What is that? What is Bizarre is what that is. Have you ever seen anybody who sleeps with their eyes open? Ugh. God. (laughs) The kids did it at some point when they were little, and I'm like, oh, they're so creepy. Your kids did that? Yeah. Oh, they did it. It was so creepy. Oh, it's like children of the damned. Uh Uh-huh, yeah. They don't like it. (laughs) Hunger says, my wife makes sex noises while she sleeps. I never told her about it. But she went on a weekend trip with her girlfriends, and they definitely said something to her about it. <laughs> Karen says, we first moved in together, I found out that my husband sits down to pee. Mm-hmm. Is that a deal breaker? No. She says, I thought it was weird until he explained to me that he had four sisters. So at least I never have to worry about the dribbles or the seat being left up. Yeah. All right. Liz says, I found out after we got married that my husband only eats his cereal out of a glass. He will not eat it out of a bowl. <laughs> Soup, salad, anything at pudding, ice cream, bowl, fine. Cereal, nope, he needs a GD glass. <laughs> would that irritate? Would that piss you off? I mean, some of the best things that piss you off are stupid little things that don't matter. Yeah, of course. I think that one's funny, but when you think it's funny originally, then down the line, you're like, oh my God. Right. And you know, sometimes you make the mistake of saying, oh, I think that's so darling that he does that. Mm -hmm. And then like 10 seconds later, I hate that you eat cereal out of a glass. Exactly. What happened 10 seconds ago? You you were in love with me because of that. Uh That's the story of my life. Uh Things that I do that make women attracted to me, 10 (laughs) seconds later, they're like, I hate you for that. The charm wears off. I thought this was fun. And then, yeah, exactly. Thought I was charming. No, you're an idiot. (laughs) My husband turns on the shower while he poops. It's not because he wants to shower afterward. He just likes the steam during the experience. Of a sentence right there. It's a steamer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we know. Yeah, we got it. We got it. Yeah. All right, Emily. What happened over there? So gross. What happened? Wait, the shower is gross. The poop is okay, but the shower. What is happened, gross. Emily? No, the the fact that he enjoys the, the steam. poop steam. He's just bathing in poop steam. That's poop steam gross. is the name of my new band. <laughs> I'll make it out of it. Anybody who's grown up in the winter knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> oh, that is horrifying. You walk your dog in the winter, you're going to get poop steam. <laughs> Did you know that? And that's one word. Have you ever seen it? No. Ugh. It's a real thing. <laughs> horrifying. It's like, wow, were you eating jalapenos? Oh, it's cold. I got it. <laughs> Are you sure this isn't something you're going to try today? No. Well, this sounds horrifying. Why? I was ruined by the thought of a toilet cloud. And I Do you tried... blame Boyer for that? Yeah. Uh-huh. But I'm I'm grateful to know it. Yeah. And I you want... can't escape the toilet cloud, you know. It's inevitable. Especially in a public restroom right. where there's no lid. Right. 
I'm still, I'm a lid down and flush and get out as quick as you can do at you, home. Yeah. Do you hit the button and then... Yeah. Uh-huh. And dash escape out. escape ready and then... So does that mean when you've finished, then you'll wash up having not... No, the ladies restroom in my home, the toilet separate from where you wash your hands. I see. Okay. <laughs> but what, I mean, the steam sort of comes out and envelops ah, you. And then it grabs the cluster of poo vapors, and then it. He just turns on. He turns on the shower because he likes the steam. (laughs) Anna does that, you know. She does it in the shower. (laughs) She's a waffle stopper. She, I'll bet she likes the steam. What do you want to bet? She's a steam lover. I poop in the toilet. Wow. Is this a new iHeart thing? Is that how we answer the phone now? I missed this. Is this a computer class we were supposed to take? I never read the email. Is that how we answer the phone here at iHeart? That's how I answer the phone, apparently. I poop in the toilet. Hello. Random. Where can I send your phone call? If you answer with KGB Place the Hits, we'll give you $5. Do you like the steam? I got and I hate you. I poop in the toilet. But but this this lady says she found this out about her husband that he just likes the steam. Does that cause any kind of reaction for you? That that just makes no. It's that makes it hot. And you don't like it. No. No. That's not a very nice poop environment. No. Did you find out anything about your husband after you got married? Um. After we got married, I mean, no, I. I found out pretty much everything fairly quickly. He was already into gaming when we started dating. Right, you knew that. Darcy says, I learned that my fiancé runs in his sleep, and I mean sprinting. Oh, my God. I've seen my dogs do that. Yeah. My dogs will sometimes run in their sleep. Oh, my but goodness. But this, this Darcy, she says her fiancé runs in her sleep. Sheena says, he chews bubble gum for 30 seconds and then swallows it. So literally oh. what he's doing is eating it. Ew. He'll go through a 10 or 20 piece pack in minutes. He chews them and then swallows them like they're Skittles. He eats bubble gum. <laughs> and that'd be upsetting to you, wouldn't it, Emily? Because you don't like the idea of your kid swallowing gum. I don't. You become that parent. Yeah, I have. This guy's going to rip a fart and blow a bubble. Uh, let's see. I did find out one thing that Chafin did that was really disturbing when we were, when he was in college, he would eat spinach out of the bag like it was chips. Mm-hmm. Just raw spinach. It's a little odd. And like by the handfuls, it mm-hmm. was just the grossest thing I've ever seen in my life. It's gross. Yes, it's just weird. Like who does that? Chafin. Like, like, and he would mash it up into this ball to get it into his mouth. I was like, can't you just get a green juice or something? He stuffs it in there. Yes. Uh, does he still do that? Yes, he'll still do that. He loves it. He's like Popeye. Yeah. Popeye, Popeye used to do that. Popeye would eat it straight out of the can. I'm like, ew. And then does he flex his biceps and does he have tanks or battleships on there like Popeye does? He does not have tanks or battleships. Yeah, too bad. But he does flex his muscles. <laughs> I was friends with my husband for 16 years before we got engaged and moved in together. And then I found out that he insists on sleeping fully clothed. I'm not talking about a t-shirt or pajama bottoms. I mean jeans, a shirt, and shoes. What? Would you rather be married, Anna, Mm -hmm. 
to Chafin, who sleeps in his jeans, shirts, and shoes, or is a poop steamer? Oh, come on. Oh, yeah, they're both so weird. <laughs> yes, they are. <laughs> oh, God, fully clothed. I don't want to smell steamy poops. This girl says, I found out he sleeps with pieces of tissue in his ears because he believes ears leak wax. (laughs) (laughs) This person says, my wife talks in her sleep. And I don't mean like, I forgot milk. She says things like, do you think hot dogs are steak dicks? My husband speaks a foreign language in his sleep, which he does not know when he's awake. Nope, nope, nope. This freaked me out, but now I just tell him to shut up, and he does. That's Melanie. So that's kind of weird. When this guy is asleep, he knows a foreign language. When he's awake, he doesn't know it. That's crazy. That's possession by a demon. It's it's possession? Yes, he's Uh possessed by a demon. It's like Latin or something? Ugh, no. Mm. All right. That would be creepy. Stand by, Anna. I have Kevin here. Good morning, team. Morning, Kevin. How are you? I'm great. So there is a campground called Canyon de Guadalupe in Mexico that is a hot springs, and every campsite is fed with hot springs, and they have flushing toilets there, which are fed by the hot springs. So when you sit down on the toilet, it is warm and glorious. So you get poop stained. You, it's oh, it's yeah, it's piped in. You don't even have to turn on the hot water. I don't want to know directions. <laughs> Canyon de Guadalupe, it's a great place. Anna wants to know directions to where she can poop in the steam. <sighs> she doesn't even need to uh, waffle stomp it at all. I mean, it, it, it does it for you. Oh, great. Thanks. Thanks for calling iHeartMedia, where we poop in the toilet. <laughs> I love your show. I love there your show. Lover. 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 And we are on the KGB. Those are the guys who are coming to Petco Park. So we heard from the senior vice president of marketing. Whatever. Gonna be uh, who is it? It's Green Day and Fall Out Boy and what's the other band? Weezer. Weezer. All coming for the Mega Hella Drop Dead Get Out of Our Way tour. Yeah. Later this fall, it's very exciting. Chainsaw Sports is coming up. It is a Thursday, which means we're going to have Battle of the Sexes very shortly here on Good Morning San Diego. Emily, you and your team have to get on their horse because you're losing now. No, Unbelievable. I did not see that coming. It's KGB. ABH. ABH. I said. Right. I taught Emily how to do this yesterday. Yeah. Want to hear? Yes. Give it to her. This hour of the DSC is brought to you by Sid's Carpet Barn for 70 years. Sid's, San Diego's leader for high-quality flooring at the absolute lowest possible pricing, so for a huge selection at their everyday low, low prices. Visit any Sid's or sidscarpet.com. Sid's Carpet Barn. Chainsaw Talk on Sports on the DSE Radio Show. Good morning. Well, good morning, and thank you, David. And hello again, everybody, in the sports world. The 
Padres were hoping to sweep the A's in the second of two games at Petco Park yesterday. Once again, here's the pitch. Swung on a miss, drops down in the dirt, and this game is over. Yeah. So the A's secure a split. The out recorded officially 2-3 on the throw by Murphy and Olsen. What? 10-4 A's over the Padres. Ah, okay, all right. Padres now five and a half games behind division-leading San Francisco. Five games up on Cincinnati for the second of two wildcard playoff spots. The Padres host the Colorado Rockies today through Sunday. And despite owning the Major League's fourth best earned run average as a staff, starting pitching is where the Padres need to improve. Blake Snell got rocked for seven runs in four innings yesterday, Mm. whereas the Los Angeles Dodgers, while in second place behind the Giants, have the Majors' best pitching. Not only do they have three-time Cy Young Award winner Clayton Kershaw, but also Julio Orias, he's 12-3, and and Walker Bueller. He improved to 11-1 last night, pitching seven scoreless with eight strikeouts and eight zip thrashing of the San Francisco Giants. Who gives a rat's ass? Wow. Well, maybe the Padres will pick up a pitcher before tomorrow's trading deadline. And I don't appreciate the attitude sometimes of this machine that gives me these sounds. At the Olympic Games in Tokyo yesterday, American Caleb Dressel won the 100 freestyle in Olympic record time. And while he prevailed... You could hear the emotion in his voice as he referenced this past year, which has been challenging for all of us, with an extra twist for Olympians who had the summer games postponed last year, requiring an extra year of grueling preparation and sacrifice. I don't know if it's really set in yet. Uh, right now, I'm just kind of hurting. Uh, but it's a really, it's a really tough year. Um, it's really hard. So to have the results show up, I mean... It really came together, so I'm happy. Yeah, and in gymnastics, uh, Simone Biles opted out of the individual all-around, but an American still won the gold. Suni Lee makes it five Olympic golds in a row for the USA in women's all-around. Team USA has the most overall medals with 38 so far, including 14 gold, which trails Japan and China's 15 apiece. Boyer's adopted country Great Britain has collected 18 medals, mostly in bombastic competitions, including five golds in the annoying pronunciation events, along with seven silver and six aluminium medals for the Brits. They're tough to beat. Is there a history of insanity in your family? Yes, there is. Huh? (laughs) Meanwhile... In the national bar. You ever have a friend use a word that's so awkward you consider dropping them as a friend? Yeah. Like cinema? We had this couple over. They kept using that word like it was a normal word for people to use. My wife and I like to attend the cinema. We went to the cinema Friday evening and... We usually attend the cinema a couple times a month. Do you enjoy the cinema? Can you get out of my house? Cause we's all going to the movies. Another word like that is cats up. That word is dangling from a thread. <laughs> I had these distant relatives over. My kids were with me and someone said, would someone please pass the cats up? It was a showstopper. I had to huddle up with my kids. He means ketchup, pass that. Uh. Don't worry, you're never gonna have to see them again. (laughs) (laughs) Skip Bottle Association.
comprised of NBA stars. Team USA plays the Czech Republic Saturday, while yesterday the USA women won gold in a new event, the three-on-three basketball, a team featuring former La Jolla Country Day star Kelsey Plum. And Kelsey Plum chose basketball as her sport because had she been a swimmer, for example, she could have become a prune. Gee, I wonder if they've heard that nonsense their entire lives. Well, no kidding. Yeah. So congratulations to Kelsey is what we're saying here today. She could still marry a guy. She could marry a guy named Plum. Is this real life? Okay, all right, never mind. In other sports, David. You remember this Trevor Bauer, Dodgers pitcher, who got into the uh, rough sex situation with Ms. Hill from here in San Diego? Mm -hmm. I think they were slapping and choking and poop steam and stuff like that. Yes. Yeah. Dodger, and he's like on hold. Mm -hmm. He's on suspension. Dodger players are almost 100% unanimous against his return to the team. His teammates don't want him back. He's on paid leave amid criminal and MLB probes into sexual assault. Two sources have told the Los Angeles Times that virtually all the team do not want this reigning Cy Young Award winner back under any circumstances. His paid leave has been extended until August 6th. It keeps extending and extending. Is that right? Yeah. Is that right? Yeah, Mm. yeah. And that doesn't sound like, you know, from what Chainsaw just said a minute ago, they might not need him. And did you just your, call yourself Chainsaw? Did. I did. Mm. Yeah. Third person thing. And this is your 101.5 KGBFM Sports Network. Oh, my. You've got San Diego's 101.5 KGB. Home of the DSC. Let's go on TV, Emily. All right. KUSI TV for Good Morning San Diego. 10 seconds. 10 seconds. To join Paul, Allie, and Dave. Well, Allie, you ready? As ready as I'll ever be. Dave Scott, are you ready? <laughs> All set. Let's simulcast Dave Rickards <laughs> in the DSC. Please take it away. Good morning, Paul. Sup, Alley. Hi, Dave Scott. Welcome to Battle of the Sexes oh, Thursday. Here we go. Today, we're going to have uh, my beloved Emily teaming up with Allie against my beloved Paul teaming up with Dave Scott on Battle of the Sexes. And, uh, fellas, I don't know if you heard, but you are in the lead today. Yeah. Lee, what was that, Emily? <laughs> blah, blah, blah. A grunt of, give me an M. Give me an E. Give me an M. That's right. The men are winning 9-8 to eight today. So here we go. The Thursday tradition on Good Morning San Diego is Battle of the Sexes. This is a re- real simple game. I'm going to have three questions for the ladies that virtually any guy can answer. And three questions for the guys that any lady can answer or vice versa. However that works. Here we go. Question number one. And we'll do ladies first here. In the movie... Brian's song. That's about two friends from what pro sports team? (laughs) See now, guys are supposed to think this is easy. I do you know, Ali? Because I have a guess. Just do it to get your coat. Two friends. All right, you got it. Eagles. Oh, I thought it was the Bears. (laughs) Two friends from a pro sports team. Is it the Bears? 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 bears. It is the Bears. bears. It's the Bears. You got it. That's absolutely right. Good job, Emily. Two friends from the Bears. Look at you, Emily. (laughs) Very impressive. All right. Girls are on the board. 
Guys, you're already behind the eight ball. Here we go. Uh, here's your first question. Lorelai and Rory were a mother-daughter duo in what popular oh. TV series? <laughs> I've watched every episode. I thought so. Dave, you want me to handle this one? Yeah, Please. you you got this one. Uh, th- that would be, come on. I love the show. Gilmore Girls. Love I it. knew you were a fan. That's it. <laughs> Emily predicted that you would have that one, Paul. We got a tie game here. I like it. Yeah. And you, lo- why do you love Gilmore Girls so much, Paul? That's your guilty, uh, your well, guilty the, pleasure. Before they had the change in writers, those first. Four oh my God! He knows like, about the wow. writing team. <laughs> the, the um, the, it was just uh, really uh, quick you really repartee. Liked- I mean, they it was just you know like Aaron Sorkin like. You like, like the uh, relationships. Yeah, and it was just really snazzy dialogue. Snazzy. <laughs> David, I think that's a snazzy what? show. All right, here we go. Question two. <laughs> Ladies, uh, Emily and Allie, if your golfing partner offers you a breakfast ball, what is he giving you? Your golfing partner gives you a breakfast ball. What is he giving you? Gosh. Like a mulligan? Or Maybe? Serve, give, just a gimme offering you a breakfast ball. <laughs> Uh, oh. I know. Why don't I know this? I'm so embarrassed. Never heard you, you this know, term before. What do you think it is, Allie? Go I for it, Allie. What do you think it is, Allie? You said a mulligan? That's what it is. It's a mulligan. mulligan. That's it. I'm that's what it mulligan. is. Yep, that's it. It's a free shot yeah. on the first team. Nicely done. The girls are perfect. Dave, it's golf. No, no, no. Dave, let's said no, it before. You can look at the thing. tape. Let's review the, it's us against them. <laughs> <laughs> we can't help. It's you and me against Dave, them. Dave was trying to help Allie. She said mulligan way before. We had to review the rules with Dave, obviously. Yeah. I thought. Well, Dave is such a nice because guy. Because it was a golf. He question. wants to help. A golf <laughs> question. I yeah. feel like I'm, it's three against one. Yeah, <laughs> it's hard sometimes. Dave, you should put your manners on hold for this one. I know you're a gentleman and you want to help out, but uh, we're here to crush and dominate. So here we go, guys. Here's your next question. Uh, what was the name of the vampire that Bella fell in love with in the Twilight Saga? <laughs> I'm embarrassed that I know this. Oh, I love this guy. Do it, Paul. I, it, Paul. I already knew he knew. It's like, it's Edwin. It, Ed, yeah. You know this? Ed, no, you got Ed, it. Edward. Ed, it's Edward. Edward. That's right. Edward. That's right. It's Edward. I asked Chris Boyer. He said it was Atticus Finch. That's not right. <laughs> that is incorrect. Scout, I'm in love with a vampire. Nope. <laughs> it is Producer Edward. Producer wants his man card. Isn't the actor Robert Pattinson? I watch a lot of TV. That's right. Yeah, there you go. Think, yeah, and he's a good actor. He really actor. is good. That's right. Yeah, he did. So is it two to two? It is. Oh, what a hot Woo. contest. All right, here we go. Final question for you ladies on Battle of the Sexes. Whose catchphrase is, he could go all the way? Oh, I know this one. Do it, Allie. Yeah. Do it. Chris Berman. It's Chris Berman, Chris and the women yes. are perfect today. Can you Our believe girls. that? Well done, Allie. Look yes. at you. All right, guys, you got to get this right to stay in the game. Here we go. Oh, this boy. is a tough one. Press this is a very on. tough one. This is none of your girly TV show questions here, Paul. <laughs> All right. We need you to ride to the rescue on this one, Dave Scott. Which celebrity created a makeup brand called Fenty Beauty? Oh. <laughs> Do you know it, Paul? You got any You're idea? laughing like you no. know it. No, Mr. No, I, I, I'm Which Mr. celebrity? Fenty? <laughs> Mr. Fenty. Give us a clue. Is it a boy or a girl? Uh, we don't know if Mr. Fenty is a boy or a girl, frankly. So, 
Mr. Fenty goes by they. Guess, guess somebody. Yeah, guess, guess, guess somebody a celebrity. A clue. It's a celebrity who created a makeup um, brand called Fenty Beauty. Elizabeth who do you think Taylor. that is? Uh, I have no. I mean, I, I, he said Elizabeth Taylor. It is not Elizabeth Taylor, that mostly because it. she's dead. It is, in fact, oh, Rihanna. Oh, it's Rihanna who did that. So the oh, women have won. Way to go, girls. Uh, scoring 100% today. Three out of three. And the women have tied up the score. It's nine apiece. Yeah. How about that? Nicely oh, done, that Allie. Was tough. Emily, good job. Yeah. It was tough. Would you we allow... had to even it up. Hey, would... hey, yeah. No, I was just going to say, would you allow modern day Elizabeth Taylor? <laughs> Definitely not Elizabeth hey, Taylor. Uh, Dave, yes. I had one of your listeners call and, and text me and say, ask Dave to tell his Dusty Hill story. Could you share that with our audience? Uh, perhaps uh, you're reporting on this already this morning. Dusty Hill, the bass player for the great rock and roll band ZZ Top. It's a dark day here. We have a great big black veil over the KGB building. Uh, Dusty died uh, earlier this week. He's only 72 years old. And you guys probably know ZZ Top from the big beards. Of course. Two out of the three mm-hmm. guys play. In fact, it's funny, the one guy who plays the drum who doesn't have a beard, <laughs> his name is Frank Beard. And he doesn't have a beard. <laughs> but uh, Should have a beard. That's right. Um, this, these guys have been around. We believe this is true. ZZ Top is the longest-lasting original members band, meaning that this band has not had a personnel change in their right. entirety, and they're the longest-lasting band who's ever done that. And so now that record comes to an end. But um, after their first world tour, they were so exhausted, the band said, let's just take a break. And it ended up being a two-year break. They all went their separate ways. And so you've got Dusty Hill and Billy Gibbons, who are the two guys who play guitar, Uh, in the lead there, and they got back together after two years, and they found out, unbeknownst to them, they didn't plan it, both of them had grown long, giant beards. And Dusty had done it because he pretty much wanted to go incognito, and he ended up getting a job, I think handling baggage or something like that, at Dallas-Fort Worth Airport. He grew a huge beard so that he would be incognito. He wanted to be an average Joe, which is his actual name. His real name is Joe. And people would walk up to him at Dallas-Fort Worth Airport and say, aren't you that guy from that rock and roll band? And he would say, if I was in ZZ Top, would I be working at the airport? And that's a true story. That's a true story. We're sorry to lose him. He was a great bass player. As they said in ZZ Top, he put the bottom on the top for ZZ Top. And that's how we will leave you today. Until we join you tomorrow here on Good Morning San Diego, you guys. Congratulations, ladies. Thank you. Congratulations, Emily. Tied it up. We're on the KGA. Dusty Hill singing tenor. Singing high and playing low, the bass player. Lost uh, Dusty Hill earlier this week. What did you say, uh, Celebrity Dust Art? Was it Monday or Tuesday? I think it was the 27th. I don't know what day that is. Was that Monday or Tuesday? 29th, 28th, 27th, Tuesday. David, I believe that was on uh, 290531. David, that would actually be 2021 There you go. Ever try to get a date out of him? You'll have no idea what day it is if you ask him for the date. What is today's date? Uh, 2021 0729. Who says that? 
Everybody everywhere else. They lead with a year? Yeah. Who leads with a year? Well, people who write databases uh, and they want to have things properly sorted. Okay, so you speak (laughs) in conversation style database? I uh, write everything that way. But in just general conversation, you speak like you're writing a database? Yeah, what day is it? Oh, it's uh... irritating AF. (laughs) Hey, Dave, you douche. After my wife, uh, then at the time girlfriend, moved in with me, I learned after she moved in, she cannot close anything. Not doors, windows, dresser drawers, cabinets, most annoyingly food and beverage containers. Can't close anything. Mm. I first learned about this when I went for a glass of orange juice from the refrigerator. You know how this goes. Mm -hmm. How do you feel about cabinet doors being left open? Drives me insane. Don't like it. Mm Mm-mm. I walk into the kitchen here at iHeart. Good morning, iHeart. I poop straight into the toilet. <laughs> uh, yes. And I see like the cabinet doors left wide open. And I'm like, what pigs work here? Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. I don't know why that bugs me. It It's a little disrespectful of, of shared common spaces. It doesn't hurt anything. It, it doesn't sloppy and messy. And... I guess I don't know. I don't know why it bugs me, but it does because it doesn't hurt anything. Yeah. It's not like leaving the water running or yeah. lights on or anything like that. It's not a waste. It doesn't hurt anyone. I think yeah. it's only fussy people like me get bugged by it. I think once this guy's wife finds out he wrote a letter bitching about her leaving everything open, there'll be one thing she'll be closing: her legs. So I shook the orange juice. <laughs> oh, no. I shook the orange juice to mix up the pulp. Oh, no. And my wife had just, all she did was set the lid on the bottle on oh. didn't screw it down. See, now that I don't understand. If you're going to go to the trouble of putting the cap back on, but not screw it on, that's like a booby trap. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If, I mean, if you can't put the, if you can't close doors, okay, whatever. But if you can't close containers, but you partially close them to make them look closed. I mean, you learned real quick, right? You learn to check. You hope screw caps before you shake anything again. Yeah, but inevitably one day you're going to forget because you're just zoned out or in a hurry, and it's going to bite you again. So you know this guy shot orange juice all over the kitchen. Of course, she had just set the lid on the bottle, not screwed it down. I covered myself and most of the kitchen in orange juice. I said. Oh, hey, baby, could you please make sure you put the lid back on and take something out of the fridge? And she instantly replied, why didn't you check the lid before you shook it? Which instantly reminded me of Chris Boyer. It suddenly became my fault. That was the end of that conversation. Next week is our 20th anniversary. I still find open bottles and food containers on a daily basis. By my estimation, we've thrown out thousands of dollars worth of food because she can't close the things oh that's maddening yeah see i get that because that's wasteful Mm -hmm. but again when i walk in and i see cabinets open it just drives me crazy but it's like why why is it bug it doesn't it doesn't bug you does it sir open cabinet thing of course it does and this is the number one thing that chip does constantly and refuses to improve his behavior or change it. You won't this, correct This him, is sir. how I am. Like, this is, I'm whatever years old. I don't like that statement. This is how I am. I hate that. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, I don't like that refusing. response. This is how I am. It's just stubborn. It's just being stubborn. Mm. Well, Dave, you're the guy who uh, complains about the light switch 
plate screws yes. not being lined up properly. So I can see if that's the minimum threshold that really angers you, how well, leaving a cabinet open could be a problem. Now, having the screws adjusted properly is something that I insist in my home. I don't insist yeah. on it in other people's homes. I don't. I don't walk around this building making sure that that stuff has to happen. Well, in the first iteration, when this place was built in 99 or 2000, we had a guy come in who did all the wiring, and he said, I've heard your show. I made sure they were all aligned perfectly. I'm grateful to that guy. It's the proper way to do it. Right. Otherwise, you have chaos in your life. But I don't go around changing it. Whereas if I go into the cabinet here in 10 seconds, and the the kitchen in 10 seconds, and the cabinet doors are open, I'm going to close them. Yeah. You don't care about that stuff, do you? It doesn't bother you. Probably not enough for me to take action. Yeah, no, it's it's not a can't give a straight answer to anything, can you? It doesn't it doesn't bother me. Not giving a straight answer. Yeah, none of it does. <laughs> you don't care about anything. It doesn't really. It doesn't affect my life. What does he care about? He says you know he acts so. He cares about Democrats in power. He cares about things that have nothing to do with him and it will never affect his life. The way we raise our kids. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm an expert on that. I care about dogs. So you do. Well, dude, there's some things I care about. Yeah, you're not just carefree. You do have passion. Yeah, I mean, if I'm walking through the parking lot and I see somebody's tire going down, I'll leave them a note or find them in the office. and uh, Then leave a note on my tire. Ooh. Didn't see it going down. Because you don't see it going down. Most people have run flat tires these days. You're not going to see that stuff anymore. Yeah. You're going to have to up your game with technology. I know you hate that. Yeah. I know you don't like modern day technology. Yeah. That's yeah. a bummer. Have to bring a tire gauge and check everyone's tires in the lot. Great stuff. Next week is our 20th anniversary. I still find open bottles and food containers on a daily basis. But if life has taught me anything, don't point out your wife's misdeeds. Hell hath no fury like a woman proved wrong. (laughs) By the way, she still doesn't know how to properly load a dishwasher. Mm. Does anyone know? Only their own style. Right. I don't know that anyone agrees. I remember how back in the day, Shelly would insist she was the only person on earth who knew how to properly load a dishwasher. And I'd be like, all right. And you know what you would find in Shelly's dishwasher? Who shoes? Shoes. Right. And I would say to her, you're right. I don't know how to load dishwasher. <laughs> my shoes in the closet like an idiot. Yeah. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I know something Chris Boyer is passionate about. Yeah. Being smarter than everyone else. Oh, here we go. Here we go. You're going to get your, cha- your chance to prove him. And Boyer versus the team coming up shortly here. I'll be looking for a player. You can take, can they take their pick today on what they're playing for? Sure. Okay. It's a giving day. Concerts are back. I have tickets for both Van Morrison and the Black Crows. You take your pick. Which one do you want? You'll have to call Sweet Talk Sarah 
into letting her play, letting you play. Boyer versus the team coming up in a few minutes. All right, are you ready to play Chris Boyer versus the team? Yes! It's more than scientific theory. It's it's a scientific fact. Oh, yeah. Isn't it, Emily? Uh, One time a long time ago. (laughs) We're working to disprove that fact. Are you? You're trying to discredit the scientific fact that Chris Mm -hmm. Boyer is smarter than all of you. Not just all of you individually, even all of you put together. She's a science denier, David. No, sometimes there are (laughs) flukes in your research and you need to explain them. And so now we need to uh, prove that we were wrong. I'm... All right. Fair enough. We'll we'll see how it goes. What is our current standing score? That face. That's the one that I never want to see coming out of that room. Hmm. That face. I get that face all day. (laughs) That's why you're not allowed to look at me. See? Mm -hmm. It's not that I can't... This was your smile. But instead, <laughs> I get that face. <sighs> What's the go. current score on Boyer versus the team? The team is my favorite with 14 points. Nice. Jesus. Haven't you had that nice. score since May? <laughs> yeah, actually. Probably like longer. <laughs> Holding steady at 14 points. And nice. I appreciate it. Nice. Boyer's in second with one beg to the trillion, three billion, five hundred million, three hundred thirty-three thousand and three. 330 points. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. And? <laughs> uh, neither. A little further out, I believe, with one beg to the trillion, 703 billion, 500 million, 21, and a trillion, 300 million, billion. billion and a trillion, 300 million, billion. Go drive a bus, Joe. All right. Who's going to play Boyer versus the team for us today? What? Where am I going? Um, I'll call it line four because line he's four. got so many names I couldn't say them. Hello, you're on the DSC. Who's this? That's what I was saying. Uh-huh. That's what I wanted to call this show. They wouldn't let me do it. <laughs> How you doing, pal? <laughs> I'm doing good. Hey, Dave, I love your show. And I love yours. All right. You, chief, <laughs> big guy. Buddy. Uh, what El do you guapo. think? What do you, uh, Eduardo? No, El Wapo. El Wapo? Yes, sir. All right. El Wapo. You sound like a drug kingpin. Is that right? Are you making cocaine right now? <laughs> do you have a bunch uh, of yeah. hot, sweaty, shirtless girls in a big factory someplace under a gauzy uh, tent roof making cocaine? <laughs> I'm going to send you an, inv- an invite. All right. Excellent. <laughs> I accept. I'll be All there. right. I'll leave this dump immediately and come to your cocaine party. All right. What do you think you want to play for, El Wapo? Do you want to play for Van Morrison or Black Crow's tickets? Black Crow's. I don't blame you. Black Crow's. That's a good choice. Yes, Um, sir. All right. You and your uh, guests are going to enjoy the Black Crow's on August 18th at North Island Credit Union Amphitheater. And um, on Sunday, August 1st, you can get $20 all in Mm -hmm. tickets to see your favorite artist. Black Crow's are just one of dozens of shows that are coming to town here. LiveNation.com is where you go to get your tickets. 20 bucks gets you the whole thing. That's all the fees, taxes, everything. But we're going to get it to you for free. El Wapo. That's it. All right. Do you know how this game works? Yes. Uh, I just want to make sure that I understand that uh, Boyers uh, says that there's a collective stupidification and with the team. And every time either they'll 
They'll give up or they'll sink the lifeboat of dumb. I think we have a firm grasp wow. of how yeah, this yeah. game works. Mm-hmm. 100%. El Guapo, how many points shall we play for today? Well, it looks like we've got to go into the clip, clop, tit, t, quadrillion points. Ooh. Wow! Whoa. <laughs> Only a drug kingpin is authorized to use those kind of numbers. Woo. I'm glad we got oh. you on the phone today. Woo. That's it. If I try saying those numbers, I get shot in the head immediately. Mm. So you have said it, so it shall be done. El Huapo, stand by. We'll come to you for your decision on who got today's question right. The team, Chris Boyer, or neither. What, what, what did he say exactly? You heard him. Ah. I can't repeat it, and neither can you, or you're going to take a pill right in the head. <laughs> All right. Here are your categories today for Boyer versus the team. Numbers. Basketball, journey, money, science. Oh my God, it has to be basketball. Chainsaw. I'm lost on basketball. Yeah. I like yes. to do journey yeah. and science no, no, and no. numbers. No, you chained. Nope, basketball it is, please. Lost. Basketball it is. <laughs> How you feeling over there, Simone Biles? <laughs> really, really. Well. I'd like to opt out. You better get this right or you stink. <laughs> All right, basketball is the category that they have selected. The team gets to go first. Get to work on it together. Yes. Then they'll give me an answer. Or they won't. (laughs) That's happened before. Many, many, many many times. And then Chris Boyer will give me a different answer. And it will be up to El Guapo to decide who got it right. Here we go, team. The category of basketball, the basketball great Horace Grant wore prescription goggles because he was legally blind. But after having corrective LASIK surgery, he continued to wear goggles. Why? To protect his history, right? Just for extra protection on that the That sounds eyeballs? like a logical answer to prevent getting poked in the face again. What if you yeah. liked the look? May have liked the look. It, it Maybe was like it was signature like a signature look then. Yeah, oh, a signature, signature look. look. It was his brand. Yeah. His grand. Brand. brand. Oh. Brand. <laughs> it was his brand. Okay. So, because he didn't want to change up his signature look. We like that better than protection. I think protection's too obvious. straightforward. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Obvious. So, like, it was uh, for his... Uh, Do you know who this guy is? Yes. Okay. Part of the uh, Chicago Bulls. Chicago Bulls. The first, the first three. He was the first three Bill rings. Jackson. Ninety-one to ninety-three. <laughs> okay. Yes. Dennis. And you can picture the goggles. Dennis. Yes, Leary. I can. Yes. <laughs> Dennis Leary. I just looking to see if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we want to phrase it. He wanted to. Two pre- seconds. Protect his brand. Look! No! She froze. She froze. She said to keep his look. She got looking before the buzzer. She said to keep his, and then she froze. She froze. A thousand things went through my mind just trying to say look. I understand that. I understand that, but she didn't get anything out. She did. She said look before the buzzer. I said look. I said look. I said just look. I said it. (laughs) I crossed the finish line. You tripped wow. at it, but you crossed it, I think. <laughs> you grew a dick and stepped on it. Chris Boyer. Yeah, David. Did you hear the team's answer? <laughs> I'm not sure. I didn't. I know I didn't, but they're claiming they said 
for looks. Mm-hmm. Or he wanted to keep his look. Yeah. The question to you today here on Boyer versus the team is about basketball great Horace Grant. He wore prescription goggles because he was legally blind. Yes. But after having corrective LASIK surgery, he continued to wear goggles. Why? The team said to keep his look. Is that, in fact, the correct answer? No, sir. Oh. Well, why don't you hit me an El Guapo with the correct answer so we can move on? Well, it's because uh, Horace Grant had a contract, a sponsorship deal with the manufacturer of the optical product he was wearing, and he had to fulfill that, legally obligated to fulfill that contract to wear their equipment with their name brand on it. It was a contractual obligation. David, final answer. All right, El Guapo. Oh boy! You've heard. <laughs> you've heard the answers. The question is, why did Horace Grant keep wearing goggles after he had corrective surgery? The team said, "Because they're not- <laughs> look." <laughs> See, that's what I need. And Chris Boyer said it, it was because he had to fulfill. A contractual obligation with the maker of the goggles. Do you think, for all those points that you mentioned, and it was a hell of a number, do you think, because someone's going to get that point value today, it's either going to be the team, it's going to be Chris Boyer, or it's going to be neither. Do you think the team got it right? No, I don't. You don't don't think that (laughs) is the right answer? I don't think that's the right answer. All right. Do you think... He continued to wear the goggles because he had a contract to fulfill with the manufacturer of the goggles? Um, I think that's wrong as well. Hmm. I'm going to go with neither. He's going to go with neither, which means he's going to go to the Black Crows. You're going to go to the Black Crows on August 18th, El Cuapo, North Island Credit Union Amphitheater. We're going to hook you up. Awesome. I hope you have a great time. I really do. I I sure will. I am ready for it. All right, my friend. Thank you for playing our game here today. So why would Horace Grant continue to wear these goggles when he no longer needed, in effect, glasses to play basketball anymore? Eye protection? (laughs) Had nothing to do with eye protection. It had nothing to do with being able to see anymore. His vision problem had been corrected. So why would he continue to wear glasses on court? The reason is... He had heard from so many kids and so many parents, we think it's cool that you wear glasses because our son, our daughter wears glasses and they think they're a nerd. And so Horace wore glasses so the kids who wore glasses would feel cool too. Which is a pretty cool reason. He did it for kids so that they would see a superstar wearing glasses. That's it. So sweet. Isn't that nice? Yeah. Sandamango hard. <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. That is a big win. Big win for nobody for the neither team here today. Woo! Did you uh can you give me an update on the score? <laughs> um is clip clop bigger than Beck Titty? I don't understand the your numbers. I would say one Beck Titty trillion clip clop. Quadrillion, seven hundred three billion five hundred million twenty one, and a trillion three hundred million billion points. 
I think that's exactly right. Yeah. Nailed it. That's yeah, 100% right. I was going to say we should go back and listen to the tape, but man, that girl's got some kind of photographic memory. <laughs> well done, Sarah. Can you name all the characters and take the money and run? No. Come on, give it a shot. You just heard the story. Huh? Come on! Something tells me no one all knows them. <laughs> I'm getting that vibe. Uh, Go ahead, Cliff. Betty Sue? Betty Literally. Sue. Betty Sue. <laughs> Is Betty Sue in the song, Chris No. no. Oh, no, he was in it, boy. Billy Joe and Bobby Sue. Ah. Billy Mac. And don't forget the taxpayers. That's right. He's right. <laughs> That's right. right. Mm-hmm. He's got all. them all. He's done. He know it all. Know it all. One one five KGB San Diego. Here's the Chainsaw to Talk Sports. Good morning. Well, good morning, and thank you, David. And hello again, everybody in the sports world. Padres were hoping to sweep the A's in the second of two games at Petco Park yesterday. It kicks and fires, and it's a curve, and it's laced in the left center field in the alley, and it's going to drop for a base hit. Kopar has to go and get it. Around third to score is Elvis huh. in standing up, an RBI yeah. for Canna. And the A's add on, and they now lead it 7 to nothing. Yikes. Nice job, by the way, Elvis. Thank you very much. You got it. But uh, as uh, as it would happen, uh, the A's win it 10-4. to And yeah. uh, the Padres now five and a half games behind the division-leading San Francisco Giants, but five games up on Cincinnati for the second of two wild-card playoff spots. The Padres now host the 44-58 and 58 Colorado Rockies today through Sunday. Simone Biles may have opted out of the women's individual all-around in gymnastics along with the team events, but uh, the finals. But an American did win the gold. Suni Lee is now the fifth American in a row to win that event, the all-around individual in gymnastics. Team USA now has the most overall medals with 38 so far, including 14 gold, while Japan and China lead with 15 apiece. Well, the big story of this uh, NFL offseason has been, will disgruntled Aaron Rodgers stay with the Green Bay Packers or not? Well, he's reported to training camp, and right off the bat, he was asked the pertinent question. Do you want to be here right now? I do. I do. I love my teammates. I love the city. I love my coaches. You know, it is a lot of fun to be back here, and like I said, I'm competitive. I realize the type of team that's in place here has a lot of talent on it. It's been close the last couple of years, so I, I'm definitely excited about this season. But he does hate the front office, and mm. so while Aaron Rodgers is obviously Green Bay's number one quarterback, Gardner Minshew will likely lose his starting job to rookie Trevor Lawrence in Jacksonville, but Minshew is not interested in being number two and expressed it most delightfully. I'll tell you this, man, in preparation for the competition, I haven't taken a in weeks. It's not an option for me. Number two is not an option. Okay. Was that really necessary? No, it was not. We didn't have the shower going either. Uh, Meanwhile, <laughs> in the national that bought his records. You've seen his films. You've even purchased the Dayglow Velvet Memorial paintings at the gas station. As a true Elvis fan, you think you've heard it all. But wait, there's more. Now you can buy secret recordings of Elvis's last telephone conversations. Yes, it's the Elvis tapes. Hello, baby. This is Elvis. And I want you to come over right now and make me a big peanut butter and then a sandwich. A peanut butter and a sandwich with a good man through the night. <laughs> 
You'll hear Elvis <laughs> in his most intimate moments. Hello, Peaceful Man, Peaceful. Yeah, this is the Elvis. Won't you bring me over a couple large pies? Don't make it, make it three. Don't make it six. Double cheese. Yeah, I'm hungry. I'm alone. And I'm hungry. <laughs> and you'll hear Elvis reveal how he really feels about the one true love of his life. I want you back. I want you back. I'm alive, baby. And on your way back, would you pick up some donuts, please? <laughs> Big jelly, cream donuts, Crullers cheese, Danish too. I love my big honey glazed donuts. Without them, I can't do. The Elvis tapes. Oh, give me, give me, give me, give me more donuts. Available now in drugstores everywhere. <laughs> I love to eat. I love to eat. Let me monte, monte too. I give me a big pot of spaghetti. Skip <laughs> <laughs> Bottle Association. Thank you very much. Comprised of only uh, NBA stars, Team USA plays the Czech Republic Saturday, while yesterday the USA women won gold in three-on-three basketball, a new event this uh, Olympic Games, a team featuring former La Jolla Country Day star Kelsey Plum. In other sports, Dave. So what was... I didn't understand what Gardner Minshew was saying there. You want me to play back? He was saying he doesn't want to be the number two quarterback, and he expressed it as this, this way. I'll tell you this, man, in preparation for the competition, I haven't taken a in weeks. It's not an option for me. Number two is not an option. Oh, yeah. I, that explains it. Yeah. I don't know what's going on here. I just got a voicemail from Justin Herbert at the Chargers. I didn't understand. I don't poop in the shower. Okay, got it. What the hell? <laughs> Everyone leave me alone. <laughs> Thank you, Justin. Now that that's cleared up, we can say it's 8.36 and 5 seconds, and this is your 101.5 KGBFM Sports Network. Oh, my. Should I stay or should I go? It's 101.5 KGB. Earlier today was Emily and Allie. Taking a victory on Battle of the Sexes. They went three for three. It's hard yeah. to beat a team that gets all the questions right. Woo. Guys did their best, but came up just a little short, so it's a tie score now. Way yes, to go. Is. Yeah. Go, good. Good. <laughs> That's uh, one of the things we've talked about so far today. Another was things I learned about my spouse after we moved in together. And I just got this email. Dear Dave, after listening to all these amateurs complaining about what they discovered after getting married, I feel I need to share my woes and put this bit to bed. Let's not mention her name because I believe she listens to your show. I thought I knew her, Dave, especially since we'd been together for what seems like forever. But I was conned. I was bamboozled. This woman had me completely fooled. Turns out she's a hoarder. You don't like that? It's a hard one. Don't like hoarding? It, it'll take over your life. Did you hear about the guy, by the way, uh, in New York? He, I guess he's a, a fairly prominent spinal surgeon who find out his wife was a hooker. She's a hooker? She's Damn. A- <laughs> no. Yikes. Big splashy story on the front page of the New York Post this week. Spinal surgeon found out his wife was a $700,000 a year hooker. Wow. Whoa. Would that be a problem for you, Bort? Yes. Well, 
This guy says, uh, my wife is a hoarder, doesn't throw anything away. To this day, I still find empty potato chip bags whenever I change the bed sheets. (laughs) (laughs) And her bathroom habits. Oh, my God. Atrocious. She's an ODPer. She demands we ODP as well. Not only to not only that, but to make matters worse, she ODPs from the shower because you know, poop steam. <laughs> oh, I poop in the toilet. Worst of all, I found out her biggest <laughs> secret. We recently had a baby, and judging by the size of his head and how it wrecked her, turns out my wife's related to Stewie Griffin. Oh my God! Seriously, it makes long for the it makes me long for the days. I was with, well... No, no, he was, no, no, no. I won't mention any names. I hate this show. (laughs) Are you still stashing potato chip bags inside the bed sheets? No, not. (laughs) Not even once in a while. You've corrected this? I have... Sort of? (laughs) Come on, tell me. I have a new place. You got a new place. Okay, all right. This is the place for you to tell us. There was a, there was a time, there was a time when you would have a snack, you'd get yourself a bag of potato chips, right? Yeah, like a little fun-sized ones. Fun-sized, a little single serving. Yeah. Which, by the way, is never enough. No. no. There's nothing fun about that at no. all. Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. I need like eight of those. Mm-hmm. But you'd get one of those and you'd finish and you would, you had been known mm-hmm. on occasion mm-hmm. to put it under the sheets of your bed. Yeah. Okay. Now you've corrected that, you say? Yes. And you've got a new stash? Yes. Okay. Are you ready to reveal? Uh, We got a new couch, and it's like two, you know, seats, and in the middle there's like a little, um, you know, like you open it up and you could store stuff in it. Oh, it's got a secret secret cubby hole. Yeah. And it has like, you know, you can like plug your phone in or whatever. That's pretty cool. And it's also great for storing empty chip bags. So maybe you could put like the remote control or something in there, magazines, yeah. things like that, or your garbage if you wanted. Yeah. Chafin hates it, which makes it that much more fun. He hates when you store your garbage in the furniture? Yeah. Why? <laughs> I don't know. Did you know this about this before you moved in with him? I didn't know that he would hate that. Hmm. Well, I guess you have your only, since you knew ahead of time, you knew what you were getting into. Yeah. Marrying a fussy guy who doesn't like you keeping garbage in the bed or any of the furniture. So picky. You've you have a fondness for storing garbage inside furniture. I do. It's just so easy. I want to get up. Why are you shaking her off, Chris Boy? I just I don't understand it. I don't understand it. Now, hold on. He, you know, he uh, lives at a dump. You know that, right? Yeah. Yeah. So don't take this too seriously. I I never do. Well, she said. Uh, they have a new couch, and Chafin hates it. No, he doesn't hate the couch. He hates the fact that you store your garbage in it. I think she said that. That's what I said. Yeah, she said that. Oh. Yeah. I think everyone understood that, Anna. Oh, my God, I can't. We got it. <laughs> Idiot. Oh. 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 I mean, what's the deal with the chip bags in bed? Were you doing it doggy style and you got a little hungry? Oh, I'll just have some of these chips that I've... Tucked underneath the bed sheets. Dave, can you cue the dog going? Rah, 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 rah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Anna, dear. You're welcome. Are we ready to go with the crackpot news? We sure are. What are some of the big stories today? 
We have a swingers paradise coming to Louisiana. Are there any swingers here on the show? Not no, no, no one's not. going to admit to it. Okay, no. is, any, is anyone a former swinger? No, but apparently I learned I used to give out a signal. So mm-hmm. we have swingers in our neighborhood. You gave out a signal. I didn't know it. What was I your signal? Pineapple. News. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We have neighbors and they're swingers because they got broken lights. <laughs> they got people showing up with their pants down around their ankles every night. They're like, "We're not swingers." Well, you got the lights on, so you are now. So, <laughs> just barging their way in. What else on it? Oh, and Mila Kunis and Ashton Kutcher stink. I'm sure of it. You don't like this, huh? I just, I mean, I get the concept of, you know, not, you don't have to go to the extremes, uh, but like just their line of tits and slits is the only thing that they wash. Wow. Okay. Wow. It's just, and then of course, yeah. (laughs) And then of course, Mila now is like, oh, I shouldn't. I should have let him go to space. Oh, she regrets now. Now that it's too late. Yeah. Now that it's too late. Thanks a lot. Mm-hmm. Fake. Meanwhile, yeah. Demi Moore's at home, going, "I would have let you go the mm-hmm. entire time." Mm-hmm. All right, thank you, Anna. You're welcome. Get ready. The half baked crackpot news and your one thousand dollar keyword are next here on the KGB. When you're out and about and you see people with their kids, because you're a parent, mm-hmm. you see people with their kids and you see what their kids are doing, and if they're doing something you don't care for, do you automatically have judgment on these people? No, I have empathy for them. Um, I guess I'm not as good a person. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> I'm not as good as When you have kids that are handfuls, or even just one child, that's a handful. Mm. You, I, I feel like I judge less because I'm sometimes that one that's being judged. So I'm out to lunch the other day, and I saw this twice in one restaurant. These parents show up. It's mom and dad and one kid. Mm-hmm. And the kid shows up, and the kid's got ear pods in, both ears. And it just bugs the hell out of me. Mm. I've got a whole complete, these kids, these kids kind of thing. And I, I'm, I'm asking you right now, am I the unevolved one here? It is a little get off my lawn, eh? Yeah. I mean, was he just shutting up and not doing anything wrong? He wasn't doing anything wrong, but he was also uninterested, and I no reason for you to be there. Yeah. Yeah. Except for the food, right? I mean, he was eating lunch with the parents. I, I think anytime a kid isn't screaming and throwing stuff and being a hassle. I'm. I don't. What if the kid was actually a welcome member at the table and was part of the conversation, like a normal person? Yeah, I was. That too much to ask. Sometimes, yeah. Oh come on! I wouldn't accept it at my table. You what? I would not accept it at my. So it's not too much to ask, but it may be too much to ask for other parents to accept expect that of their awful spawn. (laughs) Thank you. Your kids do this? They show up with the earpods on? Uh, they don't have earpods yet, but it is, if we're going to allow devices, whatever it is, at a table, 
it is because we just don't want the battle. And Surrender. We, Chip and I would like to just maybe enjoy our meal. I yeah. don't care if you guys eat. Watch your stu- like watch your iPad. Watch whatever. Yeah. Just leave us alone. So you know, I can't leave them at home. They're too young for that. So if they have to come out with us, sometimes it's like I gave, I cave, and I give up and take your device so I can just eat my food and not have to feed you, and my food won't get cold. Things like that. So it's totally a case surrender. by case. Mm-hmm. Yeah, surrender. Yeah. I totally get it. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm the un- unevolved one. I just, it was driving me crazy. I'm looking at this and the parents are like just absolutely fine with this. It's like, yeah. why even bring them? Sometimes you have to. Why? <laughs> it's not that cheap and easy to get sitters these days. So yeah, I'm going to bring them along and feed them. But it- this wasn't a four-year-old. It was like a 13-year-old. It- I start to change my stance in. If we had Kylie with us for the summer and she wanted to sit there with her headphones on and tune us out, I think I'd be irked. Whereas Colt slapped those damn headphones on and shut them up for a little bit. <laughs> because he carrying on a conversation with a five-year-old is different than a 15-year-old. I had five-year-olds, you know. I know you did. I had them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We got technology these days to help us along even more than you had. I think it's making it worse for you. How so? Uh, we just, we hung out. Yeah, it's too much of a crutch now. So I get it. I we get didn't, it. we just didn't allow our kids to use their phones at the table like that. It's a love-hate relationship for sure. Uh, it can make it so much worse. Yeah. You're right. But sometimes it's just not worth the battle. Surrender, white flag, yeah. I give up. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Especially like in public. That's what I'm talking about. We were That's in public. That's what I mean, you know? Yeah. God, don't make it seem fine. But at 13, that's the time that you should be learning how to converse at a table like an adult. Are you, were you a 13 boy, did, 13 year old boy? Did you love hanging out with your parents and going to dinner with them? He's probably so annoyed he had to be there with them. When I was 13, yeah, I, I spent summers in my dad's office and we went to La Casa Blanca, Mexican restaurant in Old Town. Every, almost every day, it was delicious. And what did you get to drink when you were at La Casa Blanca? <laughs> uh, I would have a uh, Coca Cola. It's only 13. Sorry, man. Hey, Quirio. The word you're looking for is horchata. I knew the cue. Don't say Coca-Cola in a foreign accent, you weirdo. God. Can we put the earpods in your mouth? (laughs) So parents are surrendering, huh? Yes. Doing anything. Look at you two. You two look exhausted. Yes. Listen, you are exhausted today. And it's your own fault. I know. If you had called me or even told me what you were doing yesterday. I thought I did tell you. I would have waved you off. No, <laughs> you didn't. You told me You told me you were getting a new closet at your house. The guy was coming out. He's going to put in a new closet. I never said a guy was coming out. Wasn't there a guy out? To fix the wall. I just assumed he was doing all the work. <laughs> no, he was just fixing the wall. I painted one closet in my day. Never going to do it again, as long as I live. When Carly was about two months before she was born, we were getting that nursery ready. I painted a closet. I was in that closet by like the second hour. I was going, why am I doing this? Uh Yeah. Because that's what dads do. (laughs) Never doing that again. Are you ever going to paint a closet again? Hell no. As long as you live. Uh -uh. And you probably wouldn't believe me if I told you this. Yesterday, before you left here, I would you would said to me, "Well, I'm going to, going home to paint the closet." And I might have said to you, "I would think about that." Mm-hmm. 
I would get a painter because I have painted a closet and I have seen a painter paint a closet. Mm -hmm. When I painted a closet, it took me a day. Mm -hmm. When I saw a painter paint a closet, it took them six minutes. (laughs) Done. What's next? (laughs) They have the cool tools to do it fast. And skill Uh and experience. Uh Uh-huh. I have a brush. And, and it's a not roller. like they charge you a million dollars for it. No. <laughs> and then you go out and you buy all this stuff and you're stuck with it forever. Great. Now we've got paint brushes and rollers and trays and stir sticks, which we'll never ever use again as long as we live. I think if I tell you the whole story, you'll be even more upset with me. Bring it. Bring the, the whole story. The guy we hired to fill in the wall. Because there was a giant gaping hole where we had taken a door down to build a wall. So he put the drywall up and then he mudded it and textured it and all those things. And he was waiting for the texturing to dry so he could paint it. And he was just sitting there and sitting there. And it's been so humid this week that it was taking way longer than it generally does. And it takes a long time anyway. And we had fans blowing on it. We were trying and all of a sudden at six o'clock at night, he's been there since nine in the morning and he says to us, can I just come back and do this Wednesday night? Come back, you're going to find two dead bodies. Mm. The guy who's been there from 9 is now there at 6 o'clock. Mm-hmm. I cut people off at 3 o'clock. He was, he was, you know, he was working hard. And I just believe you. the weather was slowing him down. I believe and He you. had to wait for things to dry to do and it properly. And it's what you got you to deal with. It. You just have to deal with it. And I agree. I know. I get it. So that was Monday. I'm a big talker when I say I cut people <laughs> off at 3 o'clock. <laughs> And he's trying so hard to get it done. And I know. Um, so Monday, he says to us, I can come back at 4.30 on Wednesday. Jesus, what is this? 4.30. Had, it better be 4.30 a.m. No, because he had other jobs lined up. He was supposed to be done with ours on Monday. So we said, okay, I'll come back Wednesday and then Tuesday. Listen, I want to come back to your house, and I want to be the last job I'm doing for the day. You know, that part of the day where I hate my job, and I hate being here, and I just want to be home. That's when I want to come to your house and work on your home. <laughs> so we said, sure, come back Wednesday, but then Tuesday morning, we say, we can do it. We can paint. We're just going to do it. Call the guy. Tell him not to come back. We're just going to handle it ourselves. We had already paid him, so he got paid to paint. And we did it ourselves. <laughs> so We're going to pay you to go away. <laughs> yes. It's basically a hooker. <laughs> <laughs> we paid for a job we did ourselves. Mm. Good times. Stupid. <laughs> These are such good times. <laughs> but I really like our closets now. I built a fence once. Never doing that again. Whoa. Never doing that, that again. like a giant job. It is a giant job, but I was like, I can do that. Yeah, just nail some boards together, right? It's more than that, and that's why I'm never doing that again. <laughs> but you probably look at it, and you're like, oh, yeah, I can handle that. It's one of those things, like, when you're... When you're, you know, newish homeowner, you're like, I'm doing this. I'm going to do these things myself. Yeah. That's what everyone does. Mm -hmm. I uh, poured gravel around the entire foundation of my house. Never, ever doing that one again. Ever. That sounds exhausting. It was awful. Yeah. It was awful. It was like, I'm on a prison gang here. I must have (laughs) committed a crime. I'm shaking the bush over here, boss. Taking them off here, boss. And it always takes way longer than it takes the pros. Ten times longer. Yes. Ten times longer and you're broken the next day. Mm -hmm. You're sore and achy. Mm -hmm. How are you today? I can't move. I haven't gone to the restroom once during the show because I can't get up. Just wet yourself. <laughs> Just do it. Just not drinking water today. <laughs>
Can you perform? I can talk. All right. <laughs> Let's hear what you've selected for today's top story in the Half-Day Crackpot News. Ready, set, vaccinate. Yep. That is the message coming from companies and governments. Yesterday, Google and Facebook told their tens of thousands of U.S. employees, roll up your sleeves if you want to work from the office in the fall. Uh, Washington Post and Morgan Stanley have, uh, Stanley have done the same. Um, Goldman Sachs is saying, just let us know if you got jabbed. And airlines like Delta and United are making vac- uh, vaccinations mandated to their new employees. Hmm. And yes, employees or employers can legally require employees to get vaxxed before they uh, come to work. President Biden is planning to announce a vaccine requirement for about 2 million federal employees today. They'll either have to get jabbed or face regular COVID-19 testing. Um, But they say it's not a mandate. We won't. Those who don't get vaccinated aren't at a risk of losing their jobs. We're just trying to encourage you to get it done. It's so weak Mm -hmm. from where he campaigned. You know, we're going to do this. We're going to have a vaccine. You're going to get it. Now he's not backing it up. Yeah. Come on. Mm-hmm. Come on, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Come on, Joe. Get the job done, buddy. You promised us this. Mm-hmm. It's the most important thing in your presidency, at least as of today. Right. Who knows what's going to happen tomorrow? But as of today, this is the most important thing in your presidency. Get it done. Make it happen. And your employer can ask for that uh, proof of vaccination. So keep an eye on that vax card. Keep it somewhere safe. Mm-hmm. Don't lose it. The House of Representatives is once again requiring all lawmakers and staff members to wear masks inside following CDC guidance. Here is House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy. In the Senate, you don't have to wear a mask. But in the House, you do, and you get fined if you don't. That doesn't seem to be based on science. Yeah, he's got a point there. What's that all about? Mm -hmm. House Republicans are opposing the mask mandate, and some say they will not wear their masks. House rules say that any lawmaker who does not wear a mask in certain spaces in the Capitol complex can be fined $500 uh, or more. So how does this make any sense? I don't know. Our lawmakers won't do it. Why should the American people do it if the lawmakers who are going to mandate it Mm -hmm. won't do it? The president needs to take charge of this. He really does. I don't care if it makes them look bad to one half of the country or not, because you can't do anything mm-hmm. that everyone's going to be happy for. But he's got to make a decision. He's got to lead. And he's just got to say, I know a lot of you aren't going to like this. Tough. That's just the way it is. Just do it. Mm-hmm. Take charge. Make a decision and go forward. Mm-hmm. Either say we got to do this. We got to get shots and wear the masks or say everyone just run around naked. Whatever. Pick a side and quit being so in the middle on this thing. Do you remember how mad he's been this week? He wouldn't even talk about it this week. Yeah. He wanted to talk about Made in America products. Not the issue, Mr. Right. President. Not the big issue today. Mm-hmm. Come on. Take charge and be the boss. You wanted this job. Mm-hmm. Now do it. Do the job, buddy. Come on. The CDC's new guidance recommends indoor mask wearing, even for the vaccinated. Ted Cruz criticizes the move. Number two. It's your choice to decide what's right for you, what's right for your family. And you don't need a, a, a bunch of meddling bureaucrats from Washington setting a mandate and deciding you have to do this to go to work, to go to school, to, 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 to get on a plane, to live. It's just not realistic. Which part? Him saying you, you don't need people telling you. Whether or not you're going to wear a mask on a plane and stuff like that. That's not realistic. You get on a plane, you're wearing a mask, or you're not going. You're not going, Ted. How do you fly? 
If you get on a plane today, you got to wear a mask. Am I wrong? No, you're not. So what is he talking about? I don't know. And he wore one to get to Cancun when it was... It's not even... You don't know what you're talking about. Come on. Get in the real world, people. God. I paint in a closet sometime. (laughs) All right, what else? A Michigan lawmaker reported spending $221 of his campaign money at a strip club in Dearborn for a constituent meeting to discuss potential economic projects. Uh, The lawmaker turned in his new fundraising report ahead of a uh, deadline for stakeholders and candidates who reviewed these records. In a phone interview, uh, Jewel Jones is the gentleman's name. Jewel? Uh Uh-huh. You sure that wasn't the stripper? Yeah. Who was serving him drinks? <laughs> Double L and his jewel. I don't know. It doesn't know. sound right. I think that was the stripper who was doing table service. What else? He described the Pantheon Club as a lounge, and he didn't know it was a strip club before the phone call, then conveniently became disconnected. Ha! <laughs> and then he also. We have, uh, he wrote in a text message after the interview, we have to meet people where they're at sometimes, hashtag holla, and the club had great, <laughs> great lamb chops. Shut up. God. <laughs> then a Tampa police sergeant has been disciplined after an internal revenue over a so-called investigation at um, a strip club. They say the officer went to the strip club and gave conflicting reports as to what they were investigating. They got to know the dancers, but came up with no new leads. And this investigation apparently cost the department $421. Uh, They used it to cover cover charges and drinks for themselves, dancers, dancers' friends. And um, each officer also bought a lap dance. They Hmm. say they were investigating recent prostitution and drug complaints, but they didn't come up with anything. As They They were deep undercover. (laughs) Yes. All right. Really horrific story uh, just north of us. A man is behind bars in connection with the shooting that left a young woman dead and a young man clinging to life at a movie theater in Corona. The father of the woman killed says his daughter was on a first date. Number three. She was very excited. um, And they went to see The Purge, the movie, and go figure the movies about senseless killing. She was 18 year old, 18 years old. Police arrested a 20 year old man on Tuesday night. Is this the guy who kills just because he likes to kill? In the movie? No, in oh, real life. I don't. I don't know. I read something about a recent murder, and that they say that this guy kills just for no reason whatsoever. None. He just likes killing people. Yeah. The guy that they arrested is facing charges of murder, attempted murder, and robbery with a gun. They found his car and found a wallet belonging to the woman who had been killed in the shooting. Uh, they believe the shooting was unprovoked. Don't believe the suspects and victims knew each other. The 19-year-old man is on life support. He has a large following on Yeah, no spot. motive whatsoever. None. All right, what else is happening? He's back. Who's back? The L.A. jetpack guy. Remember the yeah. there yeah. were sightings of a man flying in a jetpack near LAX? Well, they are saying that they've seen him again at an altitude of 5,000 feet. Why does he want to fly around other big planes that will eat him up? I don't know. Right? I don't understand that. Has he not heard of when the birds get sucked at bird strike? He's just putting himself there to be... He's going to lose in a fight with a jet. Yes, he is. Yeah. They still haven't figured out, though, who's flying up there. No, they haven't, because as soon as they do, he's not going to be flying up there. No. (laughs) 
That's coming up in round two of the Crackpot News. Well, I want to let you know that San Diego County has expanded cooling zones as we have heat waves coming this week, apparently. What's so a cooling zone? The county has 16 cool zones available at various libraries, rec centers, museums, and fitness centers. Do they have uh, a whole house fan? Oh, you can't do better. Nah, that's pretty glorious. <laughs> have you had yours on this week? Oh, yes, sir. Is it working out well for you? Fantastically so. If you don't have a whole house fan and need a cool zone, you can call 211. Officials will help coordinate transportation or a rideshare program to get somewhere where you can be cool. We'll it's going to drive you over to Chris Boyer's house. Yeah. Get away! There's only so much fan to go around. <laughs> All right. We'll talk about tits and slits. <laughs> Coming up. <laughs> Pits. Pits. <laughs> He's dirty mouth. Good. Home of the DSC. KGB. Got a little bit more breaking news for you here on the pandemic. Washington, D.C. is sending in mask police. Capitol Police have been ordered to arrest staff and visitors who refuse to wear face coverings. Arrest them. Seems like a good use of their time and resources. Well, police do arrest people. Uh, The president was asked about that, and he said, I used to drive an 18-wheeler. What? And we're like, what? (laughs) What? He literally said that. He said, I used to drive an 18-wheeler. And they're huh? like, no, you didn't. Huh? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you about this guy. Come on. He gave glimmers of uncertainty when he was running for president. And he's claiming now that he used to drive an 18-wheel truck, and people are saying, no, you didn't, Joe. And he's like, well, whatever, man. I mean, when he was five, did he have a Hot Wheels semi that he pushed around know. and he considers that it? What? I don't know. I don't know president is claiming he used to drive an 18-wheeler for a living, and people are saying, no, you didn't, Joe. My mom used to do these things, too. Oh. Yeah, it's it's not good. No. It's not, it's not a joke. It's not good. No. He probably thinks he did. Damn. Somebody had uh, suggested he got a ride in one many years ago. Yeah. But he thinks he drove an 18-wheeler, and it's not funny. It's not cool. It's not good. It's a problem. It's a very serious one. It's a big problem for the us. The leader of the free world. I'm aware of who he is. Yep. All right, what else do we have in the news today? Uh, as we started our show with today, the news that Dusty Hill, longtime bassist for ZZ Top, died. This is Wednesday, but Boyer told us Tuesday, so sometime this week he Well, he away. speaks in database, don't you know? He does. I do. Mm-hmm. Didn't you know that? Mm-hmm. I learned that. Mm-hmm. If you spoke, if you were, did databases for a living, you would have understood the date that he gave. Dear Dave, I literally write and edit databases for a living. Uh-huh. I don't use the weird Boyer data format <laughs> that he uses. Just saying, love your show, and that's Jason. Jason, it's an who IS- does that for a living, yeah, for well, a career. It's an ISO compliant database uh, format. Well, so. he does it for a living. You perhaps, don't. Perhaps he's not uh, ISO nine thousand one certified as uh, my database is. He gets paid uh, for it. Whatever you do is just annoying and weird. Well, I do get paid like for when I need display. something really fast, and you mm-hmm. want to stand in the doorway and talk about what brand I want. You know, chewing up valuable time. 
like yesterday. My question was, did you want it on a thumb drive? Or? I knew what your question was, and my response was, just get it. Well, how you wanted it was important in my method of bringing it to you. And I've long theorized he purposely does the database confusing for job security. No question about it. Right. So 100%. He's trying to claim it's a certain way. No, I think it's the Boyer invented way so that only he can do it. That's right. Therefore, I know that. Always you know that. Here. Yeah. We all know that. Mm-hmm. He knows that. But That's, he tries to claim he's got his. He's got his own way of doing things. Using programs no one else uses. I know. And then complains that they don't work. Uh-huh. I know. We had that discussion yesterday, too. But even for the database. I know. All right. What else do we have? Sorry, we were talking about you like you're not in the room, but we do that all the time. Uh-huh. One day I won't be. What? In the room. I don't know. It's, don't it's, Whatever. What? Good stuff. <laughs> okay, what else do we have? Rest in peace, Dusty. Yes. Okay, what else? Bob Odenkirk is recovering after so, suffering a heart emergency is what they... Are saying they say we can a rep for the actor said we can confirm Bob is in stable condition after experiencing a heart related incident. He and his family would like to express gratitude for the incredible doctors and nurses looking after him, as well as the cast, crew, and producers who have stayed by his side. So, um, good luck re- with your recovery. His right. son later tweeted, "He's going to be okay." Good, that's yeah. good news. Mm-hmm. Ashley Kutcher and Mila Kunis appeared on Armchair Expert, which is Dax Shepard's podcast, and the subject turned to bathing. Dax told his... Why do you suppose that came up? I'm curious. Do you think that they thought those two stunk? Maybe. Because they pretty much admitted that they rarely bathe. Mm-hmm. So Dax was telling his co-host, Monica, that using soap every day rids your body of natural oils, and that's when Ashton and Mila were like, yeah, uh-huh, we only wash vitals every day. Monica was stunned to be the only one in full body wash and said, who taught you not to wash? Number four. This is true because Dax Shepard is my dermatologist. <laughs> he knows what he's talking yes. about. What number am I playing? Number four. Four. Here we go. I didn't have hot water growing up as a child, so I didn't shower very much anyway. Okay. Oh, that's a riot. Mm-hmm. What else? It's going to continue. Oh, good. They, uh, that is apparently continue with their two kids, Wyatt and Dimitri. Number five. When I had children, I also didn't wash them every day. Like, I wasn't mm-hmm. the parent that bathed my newborns. Ever. If you can see the dirt on them, clean them. Yeah. Otherwise, there's no point. Is that, uh, those are children that he had with Mila, right? Yeah. That's their kids. And he named one of them after Demi Moore? I don't think so. Oh, Dimitri? Yeah, the Demetra is the feminine of that. And I think that's the source of her name. I think that's her All full right. name. All right. That's naming it after your old girlfriend. Well, weren't they married? Yeah, I think they were. It's more than that, though, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Okay. All right. When it comes to bathing themselves, this is what the couple had to say. I don't wash my body with soap every day. Okay, good. That's good. That's okay. good. But I wash pits and tits and, and holes and soles. Slits. I wash the slits. I wash my slits and my tits. I yes. wash my armpits and my crotch daily. Gosh, this is a neat podcast. <laughs> Mila does add, though, that she washes her face twice a day. Neat. Uh-huh. What about the essential oil? <laughs> okay, and then she also said that um, when Ashton had the ticket for 
to go on Richard Branson's spaceship. It was right around the time that he and Mila started dating. He had already purchased it way out in advance. And then when... Um, Wait, what? Yeah, apparently Richard was hawking seats years ago. Like five years ago? No, I thought I read somewhere in here nine years ago. Like, nine years ago. A long ago. time ago. Hmm. And she waited until... The day before to put her foot down? Or that's when the story came out? I don't know. Hmm. I'm suspicious of this. Because then they had a baby and he continued to talk about how, I'm still going to space! And Mila Did he hide the plane ticket under a bar of soap or something and she didn't know about it? (laughs) Well, she had the first child and he's like, I'm going to space! And she said, nope, that's irresponsible. This is not what you do. You're a father. And she says, I was hormonal. And I was like, you can't go. You're going to die. Those things explode. You're going to die and leave me alone with the babies. The dirty babies. Uh huh. And she credits him for being a sweet man that he is for selling his ticket back. But now she's saying, I know, I hate it. I'm such a space, a Star Trek fan. And the fact that I didn't let him go into space was selfish of me. I was a new mom. You can't leave me with the babies. And that's what the decision was made out of. And I want everyone to know I probably would let him go now. But now it's too late. What a beating. <laughs> God. Jeez. Remember when he was fun? Yeah. Remember when he was on Punked and he was fun? <laughs> then he joined Two and a Half Men and turned into a big baby. <laughs> God. He's so whipped now. Mm-hmm. All right. What else? Um... So remember, we, remember when the Bush twins went over there and like smoked weed and got drunk and everyone was a big, it was a big scandal because no. he was a party boy and he was, yeah, it was before he met all these beatings and buzzkills that he married. <laughs> oh yeah. The, the Bush twins went over there and got all wrecked mm. at some sort of Ashton Kutcher orgy at his house. Mm-hmm. Secret service was all embarrassed about it. Because Jenna and Barbara were getting stoned and drunk and running around topless at Ashton Kutcher's house. I don't remember that at all. Oh, yeah. Wow. Back in the fun days. Uh Uh-huh. Well, those days are over. Over, mister. Over. You're not taking a bath. It's not Saturday night. Mm -mm. Something tells me that Richard Branson revoked his ticket because they didn't want his stink bomb in the aircraft. (laughs) Seriously. You know, you ever had a B.O. guy sit down next to you in a small plane? No fun. Mm-mm. No, it is not. I think they made up the whole story and blamed poor, what's her name, Mila Kunis, because <laughs> they didn't want Ashton's B.O. in his neat little rocket plane. No. What else? Well, speaking of smells, there was a study out that asked people to name the worst smells of summer. Worst smells of summer. Okay, hot garbage. Or New York City. How about that? <laughs> My daughter used to tell me it always smells like boiling ketchup or boiling vinegar. Mm. She lived lived in New York for a summer. Mm. Yep. Hot garbage. How about that? Or a hot outhouse. Oh, that is awful. Hot trash tied for first with sweaty BO people. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then lawn mower fumes. Oh, no. Oh, yes. Engine exhaust. Yes. Yay. (laughs) The smell. Real leaded fuel. Let's remember that. It's important. Go ahead. The top smells we love. Wait, that's it? That we only have two top stinks? Three. That's it? Oh, okay. All right. B.O., hot trash, and lawnmower, lawnmower fumes. All right. The top three. What do you think is the top three smells, Chris Boyer? 
Uh, You're usually dead on with these things. Yeah. You're plugged in. This smeller is so broken. Well, uh, I'll say the top three are sweaty people, old garbage, and uh, <laughs> exhaust from a lawn. No, those are the ones we hate. What do we love? Those are the best. Uh, we love cotton candy on the uh, boardwalk. <laughs> I'm betting. I'm betting a Beck titty. I'm betting Becca's titties that that is not the answer. Her titties are safe. <laughs> Surprise. How about uh, the smell of a girl's suntan lotion? No, not on there. <laughs> Sunblock didn't make the top three, but it was ranked high. But not on a girl in her suntan lotion. In her private areas where I'm sniffing around. Uh, Have a seat. I think you're uh, out of this. I think you're out of this contest. I think you're out. What are the Barbecue? top smells? Barbecue is number oh, one. How about that? Look at you. <laughs> Followed by fresh cut grass and beach air. Neat. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to know best and worst summer flavors? Sure. Our favorites are lemonade, yeah. grilled chicken, yeah. and then a tie for third between iced tea and watermelon. Those are good. The least favorites, artificial fruit flavoring, potato salad, and lemonade. It made the best and the worst. Huh. That doesn't <laughs> make much sense. Hey, yeah, go ahead, Chris Bart. I'm going to go back to uh, You want to file a complaint? Uh-huh. Yes. yes. My answers were better. Yes. <laughs> I like potato salad and lemonade. Those are good. Yeah, Damn right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. If you're looking to spice up your love life with an outdoor experience, there's a new spot for swingers opening in southern Louisiana. It's called T-Boys Swinger Trailer Park. Is Brittany in this one? <laughs> I don't know. No, she can't leave her house. So they say. Yeah. She can't, you know, she can't do concerts and stuff like that, but maybe she sneaks out at night and goes to the Louisiana Swinger Club. T-Boys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Their motto, bring your house and share your spouse. Uh, <laughs> David Acoin is the man behind the Swinging Trailer Park. He says it's open for couples into swinging and that the swinger community is surprisingly bigger than you may think. Number seven. Bigger than most will know. Live free and don't be scared of it. There's everybody. There's a big community of it. I think a bunch of them is not shy. The ones that are shy, hell with them. Roll with it. Good thing compared to most things. We swing right here on the side of the I-17. Yeah. Since putting up the sign where the swinging park will be, David said he's gotten a lot of calls from swingers all over the country. We have got some from Arkansas, of course, all around Acadiana, all around Mamou, Ville Platte, Lafayette, Baton Rouge, New Orleans, Slidell. We're just here at an off-ramp in Louisiana swinging. He's <laughs> getting so many calls, he can barely keep up. Number nine. Most of them call or text just to see if it's real. Just to see if somebody's going to answer. Because they're going to say, oh, no, nobody's there. It's not a real number. Or they'll get on Facebook, oh, it's not a real number. I got on there and said, I'd be a fat frog's butt if it's not a real number. Everybody starts calling. And they start calling, hey, what's your address? Where is it? Is this in my room? Is this, where is this at? We don't have an address. We're just an off-ramp by the, by the freeway. <laughs> Come on over and take your pants off. Behind the Stuckies. Never heard of a fat frog's butt. The sign for the swingers community says you have to send a picture of your spouse for approval, but says that part's just a joke. Number 10. That was more of a joke to kind of ease. That was more of a joke since we got caught. (laughs) Until we got caught, we wanted to see if you were married to someone attractive or a fat frog's butt. That was more of a joke to kind of ease up the... Any guy who says I was joking was not joking. (laughs) No. It's the lamest excuse ever. When a guy says, oh, I was just joking. 
No, he wasn't. Uh-uh. <laughs> no, he wasn't. He's just trying to back out. Uh-huh. That was more of a joke to kind of ease up the, the people and just to create a vibe. People went further with it than you. Okay, Goober. Uh-huh. Thanks. And uh, David says he has one message for the haters. Oh, his name's David? Uh-huh. That's great. There's <laughs> no reason to be mad at anybody for their preference and not, and not out here hurting nobody. Nobody's selling drugs here. People, no nothing. Just have a good time. Just enjoy themselves the way they want to. It's, it's perfectly what it is. It's set to open Memorial Day weekend of next year. When it's finished, you'll have a new pool, a nude yoga stadium, a strip poker hall, and a key party cabana. Um, so that's in Louisiana if you're interested. God, that sounds awful. <laughs> <laughs> and apparently, uh, the one of the we've talked about how pineapples are a signal that you're into swinging. Yeah. So especially if you're wearing a pineapple bikini, you are giving off huge messages. Just be careful if that's your bikini of choice unless that's what you're into that's right that's good good advice for everybody with your pineapple bikinis you've got a couple of those at home don't you sarah i do not mm-hmm. i had one <laughs> you had a pineapple bikini Poor. i know i Whore. had no idea i didn't know you leave it somewhere i didn't know you probably live in my neighborhood with the funny <laughs> lights some rando hookups car no you had a pineapple bikini yeah, ah. super cute and it fit really well <laughs> Gosh. Did it fit well on you or the guys that you were swinging hey with? Now. Uh-huh. All right. What else? <laughs> on our website, 11kgb.com slash DSC, there are the Good Samaritans that smash truck windows to save a driver who is unconscious, slouched over his steering wheel. It happened in the middle of a busy highway in Atlanta. People were grabbing whatever they could. Sledgehammers, baby strollers. Babies. They were swinging uh, babies yeah. against the glass. That's true. I saw it. Yeah, they were doing whatever they could to try to break the back window and get to him. His wife does say he is doing better. It's pretty incredible. Did anyone try opening the door? I didn't see that. (laughs) Oh, well, we didn't think about that. Stupid people on the show today. (laughs) Captain Floppy Flapper. Thank you to Bobby Eagleman. What's this? (laughs) Well, we've got our very own Anna, who we learned this week is a Floppy Flapper. And um, Bobby Eagleman gave her the Captain Floppy Flapper treatment. Check it out at she was pretending that she didn't like it, but she looks pretty good in her Captain Floppy Flapper outfit. She sure does. She looks like Wonder Woman. Uh-huh. If Wonder Woman had, like, an elephant seal in her pants. <laughs> Magic begins. KGB. Where Emily, there's nothing but a Friday left. That's right. You done your Monday through Thursday? Now we must fearlessly lead the DSC fans into a weekend. Today we thank the San Diego Ford dealers. The 2021 Ford Ranger is built for your next adventure. Visit your nearest San Diego County Ford dealer and set up a test drive today. Don't forget, you can take 101.5 KGB with you to work. Just stream us through the free iHeartRadio app or do it online, 101kgb.com. Tomorrow here on the show. You remember the story about Rebecca Zahao? Yeah. Coronado. Yes. 
Her sister's going to be on the show tomorrow. Oh, wow. Yeah, they're fighting to have that whole suicide turned over. I think that's... uh, I think that's what their main campaign is. The sheriff's office is still calling it a suicide. She's like, explain to me how she was bound, gagged, uh, naked, and still managed to hang herself, throw herself over. Yeah, the whole thing. We're going to have her on to give her side of the story. I am I am interested in hearing someone explain that to me as well. Yeah. How they determined that that was a suicide. Sure seemed like that woman was assaulted, tied up, thrown over the railing. It sure did. Yeah, we'll hear from her tomorrow. Equally disturbing, there's going to be summer school tomorrow. You know how <laughs> upsetting that can be. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about. I hate you, show. Mm-hmm. Only thing she's ever said clearly. That one comes through clear as a bell. But there was a lot that was done today. Important, critical things. And Sarah's here to recap those for us now. Yes, and ZZ Top's Dusty Hill was welcomed right on into Celebrity Death Heaven this morning. We learned a few things about him, including that no band stayed together longer with the original members than ZZ Top did. And Dusty also once took a break from the band to work at the airport and grew the beard as a disguise. The Death Star was also called in for Ron Popel. Oh. Popel. Go ahead, Chris. <laughs> I, I hear you crying out in anguish. Ron Popel was a part of Americana's excellence in the marketing era. It's a shame that his name would be mispronounced. It's like you stabbed him in the heart. Yeah. Look how sad you sound. Why do I like doing that? Yeah. <sighs> the infomercial king of selling useless, embarrassing crap for your house that Boyer loves. Yeah. And yes, he was very pained, Emily and I. We're not familiar with him. Mm-mm. But Ron is in because he changed the way the world cooked meat with a rotisserie thing. Except for the fact that no person on this show bought it or knew anyone who had it. The All Showtime that. Grill, come on. It What's was that? The Showtime Grill, that's what it was. He sold millions of those things. People did buy them. People mm-hmm. did use them. Mm-hmm. Yep. But not you or anyone we know. It was the... No one we know. It was the subject of a documentary on the Food Network. Oh, but that's <laughs> great watching. That? What else did we do today? And that closes this celebrity uh, having threesome, because Jackie Mason was also in. Then we had the Padres VP of Marketing, Chris Connolly, call in to make it rain with Padres tickets. Yeah, for he this did. Weekend's game. It's going to be rocking against the Rockies. Yeah. <laughs> that took a lot of effort to come up with that one. Uh-huh. That's why he is where he is. That's why it. he's the senior <laughs> vice president. Right. Mm-hmm. We're potting against the pod race. Well, that doesn't work very well, does it? All right. Uh, we heard a list today about uh, things people found out about their partners after they got married, like my husband, who's a boogie boarding zombie prepper, which I did not know. <laughs> we heard uh, about a woman's husband who snores while he's awake. Isn't that weird? Yeah. How does that happen? Do you know anybody who does that? They snore when they're awake. That's just snorting, isn't it? Yeah. That's just oinking like yeah. a pig. A Darth just Vader breathing. Annoying. Like, oh, like it's he, gross. He's yeah. close to it in, in the corner. He's had some. Who, Chris Boyer? Yes. <laughs> he's had some um, odd-sounding breaths over the last year or two. 
that have been concerning. I don't know what she means, but thank <laughs> you for your concern. What, is it your first day hearing that? That you're a loud mouth breather? No, I'm just in total denial. Oh, okay, all right. Okay. Uh, you think he needs to wear his, uh, what is it? Uh, the CPAP? His CPAP mask while he's awake? <laughs> Maybe. Gee whiz. There have been some death rattles that have had us Uh-oh. concerned. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> All right, what else? Another husband only eats cereal out of a glass, not a bowl. I'm kind of intrigued by that. Mm-hmm. If, if, I, if I was going to pick up one of these weird habits, that would be the one that I would be willing to pick up. Okay, so not sitting down while peeing, which another husband does. I've done that when I'm tired. I have. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to have to do it every time. Mm-hmm. One woman's fiance runs in his sleep like a dog. That's too weird. <laughs> it's too weird. <laughs> Another guy chews gum for 30 seconds and then swallows it. So basically, he eats gum like a bag of Skittles. Yeah. A guy sleeps in jeans, shirts, and his shoes. That's very odd. Uh-huh. Yeah. And another guy sleeps with tissues in his ears because uh, they leak earwax. He thinks they do. He thinks they do. Yeah. A guy speaks foreign language while sleeping and doesn't know the language while he's awake. And then one guy sleeps upside down. He puts his head where the feet go. Uh, we heard about a wife who leaves the cabinets open and puts the lids on containers without screwing them all on. That's like people who put the lids. Some people do this. They put the lids on the salt shaker and just walk away. They don't screw them on and wait for you to come by and dump salt on your food. It's not cool. I can't think that putting the cap on the orange juice and not screwing it down. You're trying. You're setting someone up. Mm-hmm. You know people are going to get dicked by that. Mm-hmm. It's very upsetting to me. Someone's wife leaves empty potato chip bags under the bed sheets, insists on ODPing, and now stores garbage in their new couch. <laughs> you didn't like that? No, my kids do that, and I just, it makes my blood boil. Do you have one of these fancy new couches that has a cubby hole in it? Absolutely not. So they just stick it in between the, cu- the cushions? Yes. And you don't care for that? I do not care uh. for that. Is it good garbage they put in there, or is it like junk wrappers and stuff? It's wrappers, and I just found a whole entire bean and cheese burrito under the couch the other day. Have you ever, ever, like, pulled back the car seat and the folding seats of the back seat of a family van that's had two or three kids? Mm. Wow. (laughs) That's awful. Mm -hmm. It's so bad. Shane lost his special seat in the third row of my car because he was hiding food. So he doesn't need to sit there anymore. Oh. I did this once or twice. I, You know, because the back seat that you put your kid in, a lot of times these seats fold up and fold down. You're in one of these conversion cars, an SUV, a crossover, a van, something like that. Mm-hmm. And you've raised kids, and they've lived in the back seat there for two or three years, and you finally pull that car seat out, and you tip the seat back, and you see everything that's fallen in there. I went in there one time. I got a text from the Miramar landfill that screamed in fright at me from what it saw. <laughs> it's so bad. It's so bad. You just want to sell the car right then and there or set it on fire. Uh huh. Mm. Yes. Burn mm. it down. Except I don't think that stuff burns. <laughs> I think it just glows at night and snarls at you. It's so bad. And you find things in there. You find socks. It's like, how did I take my kid out of the car with one sock on? And I was like, mm, yeah, that's normal. How did I do that? Too tired. In a daze and a haze. Find like three socks in there. It's like, how did that happen? How did I take the child out of the car missing a sock? And I was like, yep, this is right. (laughs) 
had to find at least five full servings of French fries in there. Mm. How do you not know this stuff is under there? Your kid is sitting on a garbage dump. So I'm like shocked. I can't smell. I can I, that I didn't Why? smell the food that was back there. How like, can how, you not? How does this not smell? Yeah. What the milk, the Ugh. milkshakes, Ugh. the stuff that drips and and your car sits here in Southern California, locked up, windows up, temperatures 100 degrees for six months on end. How do we not know this stuff? Are we driving around in a stink heap that we're so used to? I'm getting <laughs> depressed just thinking about it. raising children. Mm. All right. Mm-hmm. Take these ear pods out and put them in my nose. <laughs> but then we heard about the one chick's husband who turns on the shower while he poops for the steam because he likes the experience. Of the steam. And Emily didn't like that at all. Mm-mm. Could you stay married to a steam pooper? Uh-uh. Well, that's the way I am. You chose me. You married me. That's what you hear every time, right? Every time. That's who I am. Nope. You hid that. What else are you hiding? I can't trust you. We're done. You wouldn't want a steam steam pooper, huh? No, that's just gross. So gross. I'm trying to figure out what you get out of that. You make the room steamy for that event. What is that? I don't know. I feel like it would make it stinkier and grosser and you oh. it's a sauna for you to go in there and do right. that for i don't get that i don't either it's very weird all. isn't it possible the steam kind of tamps down the stench i don't know i don't think you've ever grown up like in a really hot humid place no uh no hot humid weather makes garbage smells a thousand times worse it's really bad yeah okay what else at 7.40, it was time for the Battle of the Sexes with the Good Morning San Diego crew on KOSI. The guys started with the lead. And then, uh, Dave, you weren't even done reading the first question when Paul groaned about how easy the girl's question was. <laughs> Yet he knew all about the Gilmore Girls with its snazzy dialogue. Snazzy. <laughs> mm-hmm. But he didn't know about Rihanna's makeup line. So the girls sweep the boys today and they win it. It is now a tie game. Woo-hoo. Didn't Paul like break off into some diatribe about different writers and different. Uh huh. It was great Gilmore up until girls. season four until the writers changed. I was like, what? what? It was very upsetting to know that he knew all that. <laughs> he mentioned no something idea. about Alan. Did Alan Sorkin write for Gilmore Girls? No, he. Was he comparing he it to this style? the witty like repertoire or whatever uh back and forth the banter and i think ali was the one that said does it have an aaron sorkin feel he's like yeah yeah aaron sorkin ish okay that was the tangent they went on okay all right well girls win today yeah they do congratulations then we played boy versus the team with our drug lord el huapo oh he was (laughs) awesome i love that guy Why, the question was why did horace grant keep his goggles after he got lasik and the team said to keep his They literally said, (laughs) and claimed that was an answer. Uh And they got away with it. (laughs) Once. Today was your day. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. You wasted it it on a wrong answer. Because I ain't going to (laughs) fall for that again. I appreciate you for that. Yeah. Boyer guest sponsorship deal with Optical Product. He was That was a pretty good guess. I thought, you know what? I thought that might have been. That might have been a decent answer, you know? Thank you. But I love the real answer. It was to inspire the nerdy kids with glasses who liked looking up to him. Yep. 
He wanted them to say, hey, it's cool to wear glasses. Yep. That was very thoughtful of him. Then Davey asked us, when we're out eating in public, do we judge other people's parenting? The answer is yes. Yes, Well, it was for me. You guys are wait. You guys are. Yeah. You do. You do. You might sympathize with, empathize with the, you judge. I do, but. No, I feel bad for that. Oh, brother. I believe that. I believe that. And there's also, everyone has to judge a little bit. It's in there. And then, um, <laughs> and then I wanted to know, do we judge people who pay for jobs they end up doing themselves? And the answer is yes. <laughs> yes, we do. Dang it. <laughs> we learned that today the police are arresting people who refuse to wear masks at the Capitol building. And then we heard that President Biden is claiming that he used to drive an 18-wheeler, which he did not. He didn't do that. Nope. No. Neil Kunis and Ashley Kutcher revealed that they rarely bathe. They only wash the important bits and slits and pits and tits and holes and blech. Mm-hmm. But finally, David. It sounded to me like they were getting all the important parts. I don't know what the big deal is. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, finally. Finally, David. Thanks for calling I Heart Media, where we put in the toilet. What? Thanks for calling iHeartMedia where we put in the toilet. That's right. That's how we answer the phone now here. Yes. That's how Lana answers all phone calls. Want me to prove it to you? Yeah. <laughs> I poop in the toilet. Love your show. <laughs> Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.